MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Updates with Kathy Romano. It's Thursday, September 7th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Video released by authorities in Chester County on Wednesday shows how convicted murderer Danello Cavalcante escaped prison. The escape happened at 8.51 a.m. on Thursday, August 31st. The video shows Cavalcante walking toward a doorway at the Chester County prison. He then spends a moment looking over his shoulder. He places his hands on one wall and his feet on another, then manages to scale the walls while parallel to the ground. Dude did the up-the-wall shuffle, <laughs> man. Yeah. That's something I always wish I could do, but yeah. no, never. There was a, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. There, there was a, a wall situation, two walls in college, and we would do it at Preston, but it's hard. Yeah. I remember um, the, like, the, the staircase in my house, like, my brother's Right, could, right, same could, sort of deal. We, uh, we do we, this yes, way. Yes, yeah, yes, like right. sideways. Right, so your arms are out and you're facing forward instead of over like this guy was. Yeah, yeah, yeah not I, prone. He, he's prone. He's prone. Yeah. He's, he's parallel to the ground yeah. and just scaling upward. Yeah, wow. I heard somebody yesterday say, oh, man, he deserves to be out. And no, I said, no, 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 I know. And they were joking around. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I, I, I cautioned that person and anybody else listening, let's remember that this guy is a complete yeah. scumbag and, he, and he's a murderer and he is a horrible human being. The better phrase yeah, might be, yeah, yeah. he worked hard to get yeah. out. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. do have to say that. But it reminded me of, if you saw the um, Ocean's 13 movie when they had that guy that they're they're kind of gymnastics yes, yeah right yeah, yeah, the first yeah. one victor cassell that's the actor yeah the guy who j- jumps around yeah and, yeah, it's, yeah it's three it or, reminded or 13, me of that yeah. yeah so uh yeah what would have been better is if you worked hard to not stab his girlfriend yeah, yeah. times in right. front of her yeah. two children I, I haven't heard anybody offering him any start to soleil a job so yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, right yeah, yeah. exactly uh, I, I think that it's understood acting <laughs> warden howard holland said cavalcante was then able to climb up the roof push his way through razor wire scale another fence then push through more razor wire as he escaped i was wondering that with the razor wire like so is he just walking around you think with like cuts all over him, like uh, it's quite conceivable. Uh, yeah. n- none of the footage that we've seen, though, it's all been black and white sort of surveillance stuff, so yeah. you can't quite yeah. tell what's going on. Like but I always I, thought I, that that would tear you apart. He's sure. so tiny; he probably was able to just squeeze in between everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Holland said there was a guard in the observation tower, but that person did not see the escape. The officer in the uh, in the tower is on administrative leave as the criminal investigation unfolds. Cavalcante's breakout mirrors the escape of uh, Igor Bolt, who got free in the same way on May 19th. At uh, that time, the prison guard in the observation uh, saw Bolt and uh, he was captured within minutes. Steps are now being taken to completely enclose eight exercise yards at the prison, which are now uh, open air, which I thought, you know, this, they're, they're going to enclose them. Like, this is the only chance these guys get to go outside and these two idiots ruined it for everybody sure. and now they're enclosing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, additional sh- security will also be installed and a corrections officer will be on the ground to help the tower officer monitor the inmates in the exercise yard. Investigators say it took an hour for Cavalcante to be reported missing when he failed to report back from recreation time. State police say there was a sighting of Cavalcante by a resident in the area of Chandler Road in Pensbury Township on Tuesday night. Search teams looked for hours but were unable to locate him. A reverse 911 call went out to inform residents of the issue. Police have been uh, shifting the perimeter of the search area since Cavalcante's escape to account for sightings and possible movement. The border of the current search uh, is 
is Route 926 to the north, Hillendale Road to the south, Creek Road to the east, and Route 52 to the west. Dense woods, thick underbrush, and the hot weather in Chester County were complicating the search for Cavalcante on the seventh day of the manhunt. It's got to suck because obviously you're in this general area and you're sort of in a quasi-lockdown. You, you know, you're not living your life normally. Yeah. Well, this guy sort of holds the area hostage. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, he already has gotten his hands on a backpack, clothing, and unknown supplies. Please say the convicted murderer is growing more desperate to get away and that they want to minimize the opportunity for him to encounter anyone else or obtain any additional items. They were showing, I guess, a UPS truck was going through one of their um, checkpoints, Kathy, yeah. and uh, of course they need to thoroughly check um, any vehicle, oh, uh, anything, anything also where he might have a knife or something on the driver yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Dramatic video shows an officer springing into action after a truck plunged into the Schuylkill River in Norristown. It happened on Monday afternoon about 2 o'clock. An officer who was patrolling at Riverfront Park saw the truck accelerate off the boat ramp and into the water. Additional officers arrived and noticed a young girl in the bed of the sinking truck about 50 to 60 feet from the boat ramp in the middle of the river. Officer Butterworth immediately entered the river after the girl's father attempted to rescue his daughter. All three were able to get back to the shore safely. But you see this officer in the yeah. video. I mean, he runs right in because he kno- he realizes that the girl is in there. Uh, in a statement, the Norristown Police Department said uh, the two possibly would not have survived if it were not for the officer's selfless and immediate action. Uh, no one was injured in the incident. Dozens of Philadelphia schools without air conditioning or otherwise have inadequate cooling will dismiss early for the rest of the week due to the extreme heat the district announced. Students in those schools will attend in the morning, but will then be released on an early dismissal schedule. In a statement, the district said it will continue to expedite the installation of cooling systems with the goal over time of providing every school with a cooling system needed to eliminate extreme heat as a disrupting factor for in-person learning. The school district also says all outdoor athletic activities for Thursday and Friday have been canceled due to the heat. There are four pools now uh, in the city that are remaining open during the heat wave. The Samuel Rec Center pool will stay open until September 24th. Uh, Schuler, uh, Tustin, and the Martin Luther King pools will close on Thursday at 7, even though Friday's temperatures will remain in the 90s. Philadelphia Parks and Rec Commissioner Bill Salvatore says they won't be able to extend the opening because of staffing challenges. The nearly 100 splash pads across the city will stay open through October. In sports this morning... The Phillies beat the Padres 5-1 yeah, last right. night in San Diego. Kyle Schwarber hit another long home run at Petco Park, and this one was a 465-foot leadoff shot halfway up the batter's eye behind the center field. Zach Wheeler and three relievers combined to hold the Padres to only three hits. Schwarber's 41st home run and 10th leadoff home run of the season broke Jimmy Rollins' franchise record of nine back in 2007. The Phils are off today and return home tomorrow for a weekend series against the Miami Marlins. Christopher Sanchez will get the start tomorrow night, and the first pitch is scheduled for 7.05. The NFL begins its regular season tonight as the Detroit Lions will travel to Kansas City to take on the Super Bowl champs. The Chiefs kick off is scheduled for 8.20, and the Eagles continue to prepare for their season an opener, which will be on Sunday afternoon in New England against the Patriots. Kickoff will be at 425. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kath. Looking at a list of things we have going on today. We got a bunch for you. We have some guests that will be joining us today. We are going to have comedic Cody, who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight.
Uh, so this is our first time interfacing with Kamini Absolutely, Kelly. yeah. Apparently he's a popular uh, TikTok dude. Many millions of followers on TikTok. So he's doing well, and he'll be in town tonight. So we'll talk to him in the 8 o'clock hour. And then two very lovely ladies from 6ABC are stopping by. Alicia Vitarelli, who we've not seen in a while. Right, yeah. Uh, and Aliana Gomez, who I don't think we've ever had on the program She's before, great. Uh, are going to be stopping by today because they've got a new 10 a.m. newscast that starts on the 11th. So we will chat with those guys in the studio. We also have stopping by this morning the Piccadilly uh, in Shamong, New Jersey. And we're going to be doing some giveaways in conjunction. They always bring by like way too many wings. Yes, yes. And we will be sharing the wealth with the uh, the fellow workers here at uh, Beasley Broadcast. Uh, so they're stopping in, and we have a lot of things to give away. We have a bunch of, of stuff sitting around that we need to make sure that we have the opportunity to win. And, of course, the back to, back to school A to Z is in full force. And today, as Casey pointed out to me off air before we began, it's all about love on the it's Preston Steve Show. We get to begin the love section with the very next song that we play. Oh, that's awesome. Back to school A to Z. Yeah. And it will be all love. In fact, at some point, love will hurt. Love will be like being in an elevator. Mm-hmm. Love, will, love will bite, but love is also strong. Love will walk in. Love stinks, and love will even find a way mm. at some point. Now, not all of that's going to happen in the no, show. No, we don't but, play a lot of music. But love goes on forever, and it will be quite lengthy and represented in the Back to School A to Z if you stick with us through the course <laughs> of the morning. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to start some giveaways with the stupid question and, of course, the entertainment report. So we'll be right back with it. Hang out with us. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop In and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoop In and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
All right, let's give something away. We're going to do a stupid question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Rock Skid Row and yeah. Buck Cherry. The Gang's All Here Tour, which is going to be Wednesday at uh, the Keswick Theater in Glenside, next Wednesday. Question I asked you this morning. Which U.S. state grows most of the country's red roses? Hmm. Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know that answer. Which U.S. state grows most of the country's red roses? Two one five two six three WMMR. Give us a call. I will mention the birthdays. It's what we do while we wait for your phone call. Today being the seventh day of September, and we'll start with uh, Corbin Burnson. Ah, L.A. Law. L.A. Law. And uh, Dorn from Major League. That's right. He's course. great. Yeah. Even you, Dorn. Uh, even, even me? <laughs> <laughs> even you, Dorn. Uh, he's great. Uh, he tell, uh, turns uh, 69 years old today. I so. interviewed him years ago. Was he cool? He seems he like was, a cool dude. He was very cool, but yeah. um, he stepped backwards and he tripped over something, <gasps> and so he stumbled. Oh, no. <laughs> he didn't fall all the way down. He no. didn't fall all the way down, though. So happy 69th to him. Uh, Julie Kavner, oh. voice of Marge Simpson, of course. Decades-long job. It's amazing, right? Even did the, the did it during the Tracy Ullman show as well. Yeah, when she was a cast regular on that show. Way back when, yeah. And she goes back to Rhoda and uh, a few other TV shows. Uh, so she turns 73 years old today. We also have Tom Everett Scott. Ah. Uh, and we've had a chance to talk to him a couple times over the years. Uh, that thing you do, he's the drummer in the band. <laughs> uh, and I, he, he had a small role, but in uh, in La La Land. He's uh, really good. He's the husband oh, towards yeah. the end, which uh, <laughs> I, I thought he was great. Uh, and he's in uh, American Werewolf in Paris. He's, he's a solid actor. Which is not a bad movie. It's just not as good as the original. Turns 53 years old today. Uh, then we have a rock and roll legend, Chrissy Hind of The Pretenders turned a year older. She is celebrating her 72nd birthday today. She's a, seems perpetually morose. Yeah. Yeah. Not happy. Which is a, a sucks because I love a lot of her music. Yeah. And the music seems yeah. to be somewhat uh, happy and it uplifting. And, yes. You know, but she is, uh, twisted yeah, up. She's a, she's a bit of a, um, a pessimist, I guess, yeah. maybe is a way to, she's a sad Barbie. Categorize her. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of great music. Celebrates her 72nd birthday today. Uh, another great musician, Ben Montench. Mm. Uh, ben Montench is the keyboardist for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And he's also weaved his way in and out a bunch of other musicians uh, throughout the years. He's just one of those guys. Yes. Uh, this is a great session, dude. He was on the latest Eddie Vedder uh, solo record, the one that ah. came out last year. And uh, that's why a lot of that sound sounded like uh, Petty Vedder. Yeah. What people were saying. Because uh, um, Eddie Vedder's a huge Tom Petty fan and a huge Ben Montage fan. What was the song, the, the hit that came from that that uh, that sounded just oh, like man. a Tom Petty song? It was a good tune. Yeah, it was. Uh, really melodic and... and I, I don't remember the names of those okay. songs. I'm not good at that. So I, he, at that. He, he turns uh, 70 years old today. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth, you remember from uh, the American Pie movies. That's right. So she was in that. She was also in uh, the remake of 13 Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, right. back, if you remember that too. Kevin Smith favorite. And it's a big birthday for her today. She is 50 years old. American Pie Girl. Actor Oliver Hudson. He is the brother of Kate Hudson. Uh, he was on the show Nashville. He's in Rules of Engagement. I'm. You would recognize him probably. He's done a lot of TV work. I'm looking at a picture of him. Nothing. Vaguely familiar, I guess. And the hell with him. Uh, but uh, yeah. who's the other Kate Hudson brother? 
who's we've had oh, here Wyatt. in the studio. Wyatt, Wyatt Russell. Yes. He's cool. Yeah, Wyatt Russell's in um, uh, the Captain America TV series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Thank you. Yeah, he is, uh, or Oliver is 47 today. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Hey! Also celebrates a birthday today. Uh, she was great in The, in, uh, the Wrestler. She goes oh. back to the movie 13 when she was a kid. That's a disturbing movie. Yeah, I only saw parts of it. Yeah. I didn't feel like going down that path. I remember that movie. It's not a feel-good movie. was around. Um, and Westworld. Man, I wish I really would have liked Westworld a little more. I enjoyed that first season. It was all, I, yeah. I fizzled out. I agree. I just disconnected. I'm like, this is not going anywhere. I want to be a part of it. Yep. So she turns 36 today. And then the last birthday I saw is uh, character actor Toby Jones. Toby! Um, and in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he, he is Dr. Zola. Yeah. Who we first meet in uh, Captain America, the original uh, or the the first Avenger, hmm. and who knew he would turn out to be such an important character? Yeah. Huge, uh, yeah. And later on in the, in that series, yeah. In Winter Soldier, I thought he was going to be Modok. Oh, really? Because he, he ends up he has... showing up in the uh, in the computer screen. And I was like, oh, that's Modok. You know, right. he what a great way to make Modok. He physically is already done. You don't even have to do special effects. He yeah. looks like Modok. Uh, in the Mist, Preston, he's the uh, the uh, guy who works in the supermarket. Yeah, he actually is the guy that can shoot. Yeah, and right, becomes yeah. important in that. Um, he's good. He's in the Hunger Games as well. He's one of the uh, the TV show hosts that covers it. So, but he's just one of those uh, actors. You're like that guy. Yeah, he's 57 today. All right, we will. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Casey's brother Kevin turns hey! turns 45. <laughs> <laughs> There's 45 today. If you know Kevin yeah. and you see him today, just walk up and go, hey! Dude, yeah, that's going to happen a lot. Then. <laughs> All right. It's 45 today. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to the stupid question. Which U.S. state grows most of the country's red roses? We go to Scott and see if we can get the answer this morning. Scott! Scott, good morning. Good morning. Hate to bother you at work. Nah, it's all right, but we need an answer before we can give you a prize. So which state grows the most of the uh, the country's red roses? Uh, that would be California. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rose Bowl and whatnot. Yeah. Red roses. All right, Scott, hang on the line because... We got you a pair of tickets to see Skid Row and Buck Cherry. The gang's all here tour, which is going to be next Wednesday at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. And tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. Complete details at WMMR.com. Uh, we got some interesting things here today. We'll start with this. Courtney Kardashian uh, took to Instagram yesterday to share more details about the urgent family matter that caused Blink-182 to postpone their European tour. Yeah. So we're talking, you know, a big deal. Uh, she revealed that she underwent urgent fetal surgery to save her baby's life. That's alarming. Yeah, that is. Alongside a black and white photo of her and Travis Barker holding hands while she was uh, hooked up to an IV, uh, she wrote in the caption, I will be forever grateful to my incredible doctors uh, for saving our baby's life. I am eternally grateful to my husband who rushed to my side uh, from tour to be with me in the hospital and take care of me afterwards. Uh, my rock, she said, <laughs> and, to my, and, and to my mom, uh, thank you for holding my hand through this. Is the baby okay? 
Um, as far as I know, so she That's said the word. That, yeah. uh, she wasn't prepared for the re- the fear of rushing into urgent fetal surgery uh, since she had three really easy pregnancies in the past. Uh, they revealed in June that they were expecting their first child together after trying to get pregnant for years. So, yeah, Nick, I assume the, that everything is okay because otherwise we haven't. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, so, absolutely, man. And to actually yeah. go in and, and have a surgical procedure in, done in, yeah. in utero. It blows my mind. Yeah, it's amazing. I couldn't could, do that. They could do that in the first place. We haven't gone to no. school for that or anything. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand. Uh, thank you, bro. I, I you make me feel better with That's that. Okay. You did rightfully observe I never went to medical school. It's okay <laughs> that you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, though. If you uh, if you follow her on Instagram, they made sure that there's a photographer there to capture uh, mm. a, a nice... I know. I thought about that, too. It's like, okay, we have to stage a photo here uh, to share with everyone. You don't have photographers around your house with it ready? (laughs) But, I mean... Or Travis snapped it with his phone. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I know, but it's... uh, Anyway. It doesn't matter. The baby's doing well. Yeah. It was like the... um, That's the important thing. uh, Oh, God, I can't... uh, Hindenburg. No, was it... um, There were cameras all over the place. Not John Mayer. Who was... No, who was the one that we saw in the airport? uh, John Legend. John Legend and his wife. Remember when she and she was like posted pictures of her crying in the hospital bed. Yeah, like, come on. I know, I know. All right. So Steve touched on this yesterday. Rumors abound as to why Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are calling it quits after four years of marriage. The Game of Thrones actress was photographed celebrating with coworkers from her forthcoming series Joan at an arcade bar <laughs> in Birmingham, England. Just. Days before Jonas filed for divorce. You know, you can't have fun. You cannot have fun. You're going through a divorce. Uh, This news comes after a source told TMZ, quote, she likes to party. He likes to stay home. They have very different lifestyles. He was very candid about it. He says uh, that his girl likes to party all the time. (laughs) Party all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She also likes to dance on top of cars and stumble out of bars. Uh, So, by the way, some fans are... (laughs) Is that a line from that song? No, it's a line from their song, Sucker. I'm a sucker for you. Oh, who, oh, from the, the Jones, Jones Brothers? Brothers yeah. Okay. Uh, however, some fans are recalling an interview that Turner did with Conan O'Brien in 2020 in which she stated that she was, quote, a homebody and that Joe's a real social butterfly. So who's lying here? Uh, she added in the interview that she, quote, struggles to lock him down and have him just spend time with her. You know what I heard, Preston? Uh-huh. The, 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 whole, the whole thing collapsed because of something he saw happen on the ring camera of their house. Oh, really? Or I believe it was his house, but it's the ring camera. He saw her do something. It has not been specified, Mm. but apparently that's what brought it all down. Interesting. What he saw on that ring camera. Those stupid ring cameras. I love it when, like, a guy goes outside the fart, and then, you know, it gets (laughs) gets cashier. Do you think that's what she did? Do you think she went out on the front porch to fart? And just ripped. (laughs) He had never heard? (laughs) Just an ass-tearing. Dear God! That's why I said, oh my God! You told me you don't do that! You told me you don't fart. You told me you had no butthole. <laughs> I was all in and you lied to me. Uh, you told me you had no butthole. That's why you got to fart in front of your partner ASAP, man. Yeah. What? How do you going? do that without a butthole? What's going on out there without a butthole? <laughs> He's doing it through the, yeah. the, the, the intercom. I knew it. The... It was you and Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Is it Kim Jong-un or Kim Jong-il who claimed to not have a butthole? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, my God. Yes. The word is that the North Koreans were told that his body is so efficient, he does not produce a waste. 
Okay. That's has, unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do we know that it's not true, though? No. I mean, I've never I seen, I Nick, seen it. Raise good point. Yeah. Seen I was being a little... Uh, <laughs> You're a little flippant on this one. A little Stan. flippant on that. <laughs> and I, You know what it is? It's jealousy. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of nice having a butthole. I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although, it, it will give you trouble from time yeah, to time, Yeah, sometimes Casey. you have to have uh, surgeries on your buttholes. It's, that's a love-hate <laughs> relationship. Yeah. Well, if you get a good Sophie Turner for it, then you feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is that relief. The hell is that? <laughs> you said you had no butthole! I do! <laughs> but she breaks down and admits yeah. it. <laughs> Sophie! Our whole marriage has been a lie! I wondered where the toilet paper was going! <laughs> Uh, the pair released a joint statement about their divorce on Instagram. Oh, Are you going to tell me you pee as well? On Wednesday, and they wrote, after four wonderful years of marriage. Wasn't that wonderful? I know. Probably, except the last six months yeah, or yeah. whatever. Uh, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly, this is a united decision, they wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the official statement. So uh, I'm nothing curious, about the butthole in that statement. I'm curious to find out if this ring camera footage does figure in to this whole thing because I reported on a couple of different sites, a couple of different news sites. So uh, eventually, maybe it'll leak out. Maybe if they if the divorce gets ugly, ugly, mm-hmm. we might see this. Speaking of divorces. <laughs> Scared me a little. <laughs> That's not their, their yeah. doorbell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong, Joe? Oh, I just learned my wife has a butthole. <laughs> but uh, besides that, nothing much else. Speaking of divorces getting ugly, the estranged wife of Kevin Costner must be a bit upset. A judge has ordered Christine Baumgartner to pay his attorney fees. Oh, wow. Yeah, the 49-year-old will be required to pay the $14,237,000 worth of legal fees that the actor accumulated during discussions regarding whether or not Baumgartner understood the prenuptial agreement she signed before their wedding in 2004. Now listen. Yeah, he had he had all his T's crossed and his I's dotted before they got married. Listen to how, how this yeah. is playing out because this is Kind of funny. Wait, so, and she she was the one that wanted the divorce, right? Uh, apparently, well, yes. I the word is he that heard. he also had made. You can't tell what the the truth is, but apparently he had made maneuverings that suggested he wanted out as well. Okay, okay. Well, anyhow, it's still unclear whether or not she will challenge prenup. If she does and loses, she'll also be required to pay the attorney's fees <laughs> incurred in defending the prenup. So previously reported that it was previously reported the sixty eight year old actor's legal team filed a court document asking if his former partner actually comprehended what she signed. Okay, now here's where it gets I love this. Costner's lawyer, uh, Lawyer Wasser, wrote in the filing, Christine's counsel asked for a definition of the word understood, (laughs) and Kevin's counsel provided the dictionary meaning of the word understood to wit, comprehend, or perceive the intended meaning of words. Per TMZ, the filing came after Baumgartner's lawyer objected to Wasser stating that Baumgartner, quote, understood the legal effect of the premarital agreement before you signed the, re- the premarital agreement. Her attorney responded, stating that the, quote, request is vague as to the scope of the meaning of the term understood. Yeah. Adding that Baumgartner was, quote, unable to admit or deny the request. So Your Honor, it's clear to everyone here in the court that she's 
stupid <laughs> and is having difficulty with these big words. So that's what they're 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 actually they're fighting over the word understood. understood. Okay, I, I had I mean, to explain to her, Yana, for an hour what an elevator is. Yeah, it's like a big like she's like stomping her feet, going, "This isn't fair. You need yeah. to give me well, money." They look for these gray areas. You remember? You remember yeah. the old the, the classic uh, President Clinton? Um, it depends yeah. on what the meaning of it is. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And so, but lawyer, listen, you want lawyers, if you're in this kind of situation, that are going to look for everything they can possibly do. Well, I, think, I think it was is, Steven. Is, yeah, is, 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 right. is, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I had, I had a friend who got screwed years ago in a divorce. Um, she was married to somebody who uh, had a lot of money, and they did have a prenup. And, you know, of course, when you get married, you think it's going to last forever, and you sign it and sure, whatever. But, yeah. I mean, it, the way it turned out, like, she literally left with, with nothing. Well, it, and yeah, it's so funny, but the, the, you know, it says, I signed it, but yes, but I didn't understand, understand it. it. Well, I'm sorry, but, but, but you could, you, you but could they, have talked to someone who could have explained it but to that, you. But that's a, de- that's a defense for a lot of, I know. of a they, lot of these. And they swing for the fences. Kn- Kathy, you yeah. would want your because lawyers to do that. Was, that was that. my friends, too. Your that, audit, that, Kathy's said, clearly mentally incapacitated. <laughs> yeah, and that's what they'll do. She but, does activities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they told her that they, that's what they went for. They said, you didn't understand it when you signed it. Do you remember years ago? Years ago? work but yeah yeah right uh, you remember and it's sometimes like if the, if a precedent is set and they can wedge it in there yeah. years ago there was something that it, it didn't exist but now the term palimony uh exists where in other words uh it was the actor lee marvin and they he, uh, he was not married to this woman right but she got sort of a financial um payout yeah. right <laughs> Under, which they called it palimony. It had not existed remember before. That. Remember that, right? Yeah, totally. And so if they can figure out a way to do it, they, mm. they'll they do it. Uh, so uh, if she does challenge the prenup, TMZ reports that she'll have to return the $1.5 million that Costner gave her and uh, pay his attorney fees as well. So Kathy, just everyone walk away from this if they just go back into production on Yellowstone? I mean, w- w- would you? I think it's her. I blame her. I think that's why he is not doing it. Is, she's, this is, is she the Yoko of Yellowstone? I think he is distraught over this divorce. She has put so much stress on his life. Knock it off, ladies. I like Yoko of Yellowstone. <laughs> Yoko. Alliterative. It's, yeah, it right. Off the Here's your western. It. And her, it starts over the beginning instead of like the sound of music, Preston. The helicopter comes in and she turns around. <laughs> I think he didn't do it so he could say in court, like, I'm not working right now. I can't give her the money. I don't know where I'm going to get this money. (laughs) All right. Well, anyhow, we'll be watching this. Yeah. And we'll see what comes of it. Um, Do you have that? I don't. Okay. Damn, we we lost the yoga. Oh, no. We lost so much audio. Marissa can track that down at some point. We don't need it right away. But All right. According to Us Weekly, uh, PETA has released a Pete Davidson costume on its website, inspired by the illicit voicemail that the Saturday Night Live star left them earlier this year. The voicemail came in response to criticism from the organization after they questioned why he bought his new dog from a pet store instead of adopting. So the costume features a mask of Davidson's face, wearing a hat that reads... Uh, it, it's all the, yeah, it's yeah. like curse words. It's, uh, you know, all the symbols, right, like uh, right. the hashtag and dollar sign and at symbol and percentage and so on. And also a hoodie that reads, I should have adopted. So there, I guess that's their dig on him. But it's, it's lame it's really. only because like, you figure like a Halloween costume, the one that's going to be in the headlines, you got to be like at an OJ level. This was a small story. I don't think a lot of people yeah. even know about this. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Pete is the one who's putting this out. 
out. Yeah. So they're they're kind of capitalizing on that. But you're right. It's it wasn't big enough to to be a right a full on. They're gonna have to explain costume. the hell out of it. Yeah. Maya Hawk joked with her father Ethan Hawk about the 2015 paparazzi photos showing him and Rihanna talking at an NBA All Star game. Uh, he said, "I've been," or I think he posted this. Where he said, uh, I've been caught by the paparazzi openly flirting with Rihanna. He said during it was an interview with Variety with both of them. And Maya chimed in to say that actually he was trying to flirt with the singer. Yeah. Ethan replied, right, trying to flirt. So that's been a family shame. And you're really touching a nerve. And she fired back and said, no, it's family pride <laughs> busting on you, essentially, is what they were saying. So they have a really cute relationship. They really do. Father-daughter relationship. I like him a lot, man. He's done I a do lot. Too. He's done a lot. In fact, there was a movie of his that was on over the weekend. Do you remember? I think it was called Day- Daybreakers. It's a vampire movie. No, I never saw it. Uh, but, it, yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link to it. it it's okay. actually very well done. And he's very good in it. Oh, nice. Uh, let me see. How about this? Weddings. Um... Kristen Chenoweth married Josh Bryant over the weekend in Dallas, exchanging wedding vows in a ceremony awash in pink, one of the actresses' singers' signature colors. Uh, they revealed the news in People Magazine, which shared pictures to the couple's verified Instagram accounts. Uh, they met in 2016 when Bryant's then-banned uh, backroad anthem had performed at Chenoweth's niece's wedding, and they began dating a couple of years later after the man played at her nephew's wedding. Uh, they were engaged in a rooftop proposal in 2021. So it's basically the wedding singer. Yeah, Chenoweth, uh, who is 55, donned a full-skirted, strapless, blush Pamela Roland gown embellished with pearl flowers what? and with a statement bow at the back. Oh, a statement bow. She wore her hair loose and carried an unstructured bouquet of pink and white roses and dark greenery. Uh, Bryant, a guitarist, wore a light gray suit by J. Crew with a Prada belt and shoes. Oh, look at that big bow in the back of I just noticed all yeah. of this. Wow. That is a statement bow. Wow. That almost looks like, looks like ass wings. <laughs> uh, I love your ass wings. Their wedding <laughs> portrait showed them posed in front of a a black grand piano surrounded by pink and white flowers. And they're a lovely couple. By the way, she had described herself as a self-proclaimed bachelorette. She said, I was never going to get married. I even got engaged before and couldn't do it until I met Josh. And then I was like, why would I ever let this guy what, go? What's the age spread on this? Uh, he, she is 55 and he... 15. No, he's 41. Oh, all right. Oh, that's, that's not bad, not bad at all. Bad. She's just a little bit older. That's right. She, she's been very good in the um, in the uh, Schmigadoon and the uh, that ongoing series on Apple. Very talented. I like her. Celebrity attendees included Catherine McPhee, David Foster, and Kathy uh, Jimmy. Well, oh, you know, clearly it was left off the list. Half off. You know how he is. <laughs> uh, at a press conference for the film Priscilla during the Venice Film Festival on Monday, Priscilla Presley addressed the controversy surrounding her age when she and Elvis first met. Uh, she was 14. Man, I waited till she was 14. Elvis was 24. And she said, it was very difficult for my parents to understand that Elvis would be so interested in me and why. And she said... And I really do think because I was more of a listener. Ah, that was it. She said Elvis would pour his heart out to me in every way in Germany, his fears. I'm going to listen to your brain, Uh the, lo- <laughs> the loss of his mother, which uh, he never, ever got over, she said. That's right, man. I'm going to listen to you from behind. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I have a 14-year-old. 
<laughs> you listen because you have no experience. What is she going to give you advice? Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, you, I have it, nothing to offer you. In the movie and in a few things, they depict her as being an old soul. An old soul at 14 makes you 15. Yeah. Uh, she said, and I was the person who really, really sat there to listen and to comfort him. That was really our connection. She added that even though I was 14, I was actually a little bit older in life. Now, Sheila, listen. Here comes the choo-choo. She said, <laughs> I'm listening. Dude. <laughs> Not uh, in, eat all your applesauce. Not in numbers. Uh, that was the attraction. People think, oh, it was sex. She says, no, it wasn't. I never had sex with him. He was very kind. There's very, only one kind of sex I do, you know, man. Uh, very soft, very loving, but he was respecting He respected the fact that I was only 14 years old. Uh, we were more in line in thought, and that was our relationship. Okay, well, then when did you uh, consummate yeah, your relationship? Good question. Don't know. Uh, Priscilla, by the way, the, the movie received a seven-minute standing ovation during its premiere uh, at uh, in, on Monday, by the way. <laughs> well, they got married in 67, and uh, uh, what's-her-name was born in, uh, Lisa Marie was born in 68. So they wow. didn't wait that long to consummate their marriage. So. No. so she was 14, but when they got back together again, how old was she? Because there was that time split. Uh, well, they got uh, married, Steve, in 67, and then they got divorced in 73 when she was the ripe old age of 20. Wow. And I don't I don't know when they got That's back. That's right, together. man. All right, here comes the choo-choo. Yeah. And then he, he died in, uh, what, 77? 77, yeah. 77, so. yeah. How old was she in 67 then? She was 14. Okay. Yeah, and, and they, so they were, uh, she was only 20 when they got divorced. Jesus. They got they got married when she was 14? Oh, you know what? That's a good question. Maybe that's when That's they, what I'm wondering. When did they yeah. get married? Uh, they got ma- Okay, you know, you guys are right. So she was 22 when they got married. Okay. All right, man. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Come on, man. My bad. That's sick, man. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I waited. I started <laughs> dating her when she was nine, and then I waited. Wow, so they were, they were together for... <clears throat> Yeah. Did they date for eight years before they got married? That's probably right, man. If, if they met when she was only 16, I mean 14, yes. Well, I wanted her to graduate kinder care. Wow. By the way, I mean, Elvis was banging everything he ran into at yes. that time as well. You have to keep Accidentally, well. too. It, it just happened. I'm sorry, man. I just had intercourse with you. Yeah. All right, so timeline-wise, I'm sorry. I got to go back here. Uh, wh- how old was she when Lisa Marie was born? She was... Oh, God. Because you were giving out dates and... Yeah, we got the numbers incorrect. Yeah, Lisa Murray was born in uh, 1968, at which point uh, Priscilla Pressey would have been... 23. Okay. okay. All right. That's respectable, man. Yeah. Stop giving me crap. All right. We're, we're going to back off. Here, I ain't just because I'm dating back. a 14 year old. Back off, War Child. Seriously. All right. That's right, man. Back, back off, off War Child. Seriously. <laughs> back oh, off, War Child. Sonny. Seriously. Sonny and War Child. Come on, back off. Yeah. I bet you Elvis would like Point Break. Absolutely, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's his kind of movie, right? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, like man. That's Shakespeare for me, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. I do have some other stories. Uh, Linda Evangelista. That's right. Uh, the supermodel <laughs> has revealed her secret battle with breast cancer, saying that she has undergone a mastectomy and chemotherapy and a bid to beat the disease, but still fears for her future. Did not know that. I saw a, a, yeah. a recent picture of her. She looks terrific. Yeah, she's 58 years old. She disclosed her harrowing health ordeal in a new interview with Wall Street Journal magazine on Tuesday, revealing that doctors first detected cancer during an annual mammogram in 2018. She said the margins were not good and due to other health factors without hesitation because I wanted to put everything behind me and did not have to deal with this. I opted for a bilateral mastectomy. Subsequently, she believed that she was cancer-free and set for life, but her troubles were just beginning. In October 2022, she discovered a lump on her chest and immediately had an MRI scan. The result revealed that there was cancer in her pectoral muscles. Okay. 
Uh, she told the doctor, dig a hole in my chest. Mm. I don't want it to look pretty. I don't. I, I want you to excavate. I want to see a hole in my chest when you're done. Do you understand me? And I'm not dying from this, she said. She kept the cancer battle private in a bid to avoid media scrutiny. Uh, she subsequently underwent uh, radiation and chemotherapy that caused her to lose her hair. Uh, after completing treatment, uh, the Canadian-born model was told that her prognosis was good, which a word which still alarms her. She said, not great. Why isn't it great? She yeah, asked her yeah, yeah. After what she did. Once it's come back, there's a chance that it will return again, she had said. So she is in remission, but she says she has a horrible uh, on- oncotype score, a number that represents the recurrence risk of cancer. And with her future uncertain, she believes that every day is, uh, is previous. She said, I know I have one foot in the grave, but I'm totally in celebration mode. I give her all the credit in the world, man. That's, it's, you know, anyone yeah. who's done that or does the preemptive thing or, or, or deals with that it's it's uh it ain't easy she is mom to a 16 year old son augustine whom she shares with her billionaire ex uh francois henri pinot uh, the supermodel didn't disclose how her son has dealt with the cancer battle, but she did open up about blending families with Pinot. Uh, the French businessman is now married to Salma Hayek. Oh, yeah. With yeah. Whom he shares a daughter, so he wins. That's right, man. Uh, but she says, speaking of, um, of um, Salma Hayek, she said, I love that woman. She's a woman's woman, just like me. She's so family-oriented and so positive. She's a blessing to us. She was very, very generous and kind to me while I was going through my chemo. So that's I love to hear that. Really nice to hear. Good for you, Salma Hayek. And remember, she also had that issue, Evangelista did, uh, from that cosmetic fat freezing procedure. Yes. Cool sculpting left right. her, quote, permanently disformed or deformed and brutally disfigured. She filed a $50 million lawsuit against Cool Sculpting's owner for emotional distress and lost income and settled uh, in July of last year. Ooh. So she probably got she she needed nice a win. chunk of change from that. Nick, yeah. were you deformed from that too? Uh, I did not have any deformities. No, I had uh, great abs as a result. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I was really bummed out to see this this morning. Real Sports with Brian Gumble is going away. Oh, so I know wow. you are a big fan. I will watch that show. I am not totally wrapped up in the world of sports. Neither am I. It is a different kind of approach. As I've said before, it's just compelling journalism. Yeah. It's just well done. It gets the it gets the human side of all these stories, and they do it so well. Uh, Gumble, who has hosted the show since 1995, confirmed on Wednesday that the investigative sports series would be coming to an end. And the acclaimed program has run on HBO for nearly three decades. So he's going to start hosting American Ninja Warrior, right? I think that's yeah, going to yeah. be his next step. No, he said, since day one at Real Sports, we've consistently tried to look beyond the scoreboard and focus instead on the many societal issues inherent in the world of sports. In the process, we have had the opportunity to tell complex stories about race, gender, class, opportunity, and so much more. Being able to do so at HBO for almost three decades has been very gratifying. I'm proud of the imprint we've made, so I'm ready to turn the page. Although goodbyes are never easy, I've decided that now is the time to move on. Has he suggested what he's going on to? Because I know he he loves making duck decoys. No, maybe that'll be a permanent part of his life now. Uh, This year, he received the Sports Emmys Lifetime Achievement Award. Additionally, over the course of the show's 29-year history, Real Sports was awarded 37 Sports Emmys and three Peabody Awards as well. So it's sad to see it go. It's such a great show. But it's one that you can go back and watch old episodes of because the stories are not necessarily super 
super time sensitive. It's just yeah. stories about sports and and from from the majors to little leagues. I mean, they they cover pretty much everything and everything from ice fishing to football, you know, and, and all that in between. So, um, this is interesting. Deadline reports that Samuel L. Jackson is in talks to star as U.S. president in the forthcoming film The Beast, one of the films to receive a waiver from SAG after. Right, New Yolanda. Yeah, uh, the movie centers on the capabilities of a presidential limousine nicknamed the Beast That's by right. Secret Service yeah. as a coup takes place in the U.S. I so, saw a, a breakdown of the Beast and what it has armor-wise and defensive capability-wise. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I remember, remember, remember when it got stuck in... in uh, it was, yeah. yeah. They took it into uh, a country in the Middle East, I remember, and yeah. they, they couldn't... It, it was too big to maneuver around make the area. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and then find one last thing. Uh, those who didn't make it to the theater to see Barbie will soon have the option to watch this year's biggest hit in their own homes. Okay. Entertainment Weekly reports that Barbie will be available to rent or buy September 12th. Oh, okay, next week. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Great. So that's you, really... You didn't see it in the theaters, quick. Kathy? Turn I didn't around. see it, okay. no, because Jace wouldn't go with me. Right. Aw. Huh. Preston would have gone with you. <laughs> I would have gone with you. I was happy to go see that movie. Uh, but it's going to be on platforms such as Amazon Prime Video, Apple TV, and Google Play. So that's a that's. Is, am I wrong? Or no, is that it's a really quick turnaround. It, the turnaround is amazing now. How quickly this stuff ends up on uh, on streaming. And a lot of times I'll go and I'll, I'll think, okay, they're just putting it up here for pre order, and it's like, no, it's available now. Yeah, uh, dude, the equalizer's out. Yeah. I, I want to go, go see that yeah, in the theater. I will go see yeah. that in the theater. I, we went to see Barbie in the movie theater, and every time I go to the actual movie theater, I'm like, you love it. I need to do this more often. Yeah, with yeah. the right movies. There's a really great movie theater in Souderton called The Broad, and it's a smaller movie theater, and I just, yeah. I love it. And it's nearby. And you I ever go by yourself? Because I go to the movies by myself I, all the time. I have. It's been yeah. a while since I've done it, but I certainly have gone to movies by myself. Yeah, I don't I, mind it. I have a good theater set up at home, which is great. But I, there's to go see it in a theater. Theater is always a rush, especially yeah. if it's mm-hmm. it's you know the like I mean uh, you know and I Casey I used to go to the to the movies all the time by myself. Yeah, I mean I still do, but to, and I have two theaters that are you know kind of equidistant uh, from my house and. And and usually it's like a, on a whim, like uh, it'll be like Friday night, like ten o'clock, and I'll well, for some porn. Yeah, no, no, but I'll go to like the the Fandango app, and I'm like, oh, I wonder, uh, you know, uh, what time oh, the equalizers? Well, I'm like, right. oh, dude, it starts in fifteen minutes, and I'll go, hey, I'm going to movies. You know? Wow. And yeah. the word on the equalizer is very visceral, very cool, <laughs> and, and a wonderful wrap up. Excellent. I don't want them to wrap it up, but no. I understand it. I saw some extended clips yesterday. And I yeah. stopped watching. I'm like, okay, I need to yeah. see this in its entirety. <laughs> All right, we are now. We're going to do the clips for you. Uh, mystery clips? Yeah. All right. Mystery clips. We know. don't uh, have any right now. Oh, uh, really? Even they're yeah. even mystery to me. Okay. All right. Then it's a mystery to everyone. What? No, no. I mean, they're literally not over. So oh, they're, right. they're not you, sent over. Yeah. So vamp. Not just the... Yeah. Sometimes we get a... Uh, Here, you know what? We Let's, get a sheet that explains it. We'll and vamp then, with this. Okay. I'm just playing this? Yep. Okay. Hey! There it is. <laughs> That's the beginning. Yoko of Yellowstone. Wait, can we do it where her head explodes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. One more, one more time. Here we go. And what was, what was worse, her or the pompous people standing around in the art museum going, mm, oh, 
Oh, interesting. Yes. I'm feeling this. Yeah. Uh, and you know, offering their interpretations. We are ready now. Mystery clips. And uh, I'm. this is another one of those. If anybody gets this. All right. It'll be a miracle. I, I'll give you $100. All right. Raise your hand. Casey will give you $100 if you get it right. Here we go. It's a really fun movie about a couple of uh, young people. They're taking cakes into bars as kind of an exercise to um, get more confident, meet some people. And the movie really, it's not what you expect because it actually turns out one of the girls is going to have a life-changing diagnosis and um, things get a little bit heavy. They're taking cakes into bars. Cakes or kegs? I heard cakes. I heard cakes. I heard cakes. cakes. Let's hear it again. All right. It's a really fun movie about a couple of uh, young people. They're taking cakes into bars. I heard cakes. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently that is Trish Sai. Never would have got that. S-I-E. And, oh, Marissa's got the info sheet. So Trish Sai is the director of uh. Sitting in Bars with Cakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. Rom-com that's about exactly what it sounds like, and it comes out tomorrow on Amazon Prime. Sitting in Bars with Cakes. Who is it? All right, let's see who's in this movie. Nick's going to pull up the IMDb of that real quick. <laughs> but he worth a damn. Bette Midler. Hey! There you go. Okay, okay. Bette Midler. All right, here is the next mystery clip. Oh, Ron Livingston's in it, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, let's see if we know who this is. Do we get $100 if we get this? Uh, no, you know, I'll give it to a listener. Okay. You guys don't deserve $100. Our All listeners right, here, do, here we go, here we go. There's definitely a lot of real in Virgin River. I think there's enough real emotion to it that I think people connect to the characters and believe in the relationships enough. I think it's very heightened reality, but the emotions are real enough and deep enough to actually make it relatable ricardo montalban oh my gosh is it? No. No. god damn it who is it it's marissa who is it's that the lead guy from virgin river i forget his name Kathy, you just won a hundred dollars virgin river is back for season five on netflix today uh, I, uh, virgin, is it river? Watch virgin river is it oh, tim yeah, matheson his name is martin henderson oh, okay. we, we, had, jack. Just jack. we had um tim matheson on the show. Otter from uh, yeah. Animal House, yeah. And he was talking about Virgin River. Yes, he was. He was talking about Virgin River, uh, yeah. It's, and we um, acted like we cared. Uh, no, it, it, it's, I, I love it. It's kind of like it. You love it? The show? Yeah. Yeah. You, I, you love it? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's oh. like a, it's like a, a soap opera-ish oh, show. Oh, okay. Is, is Tim Matheson in it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know, but <laughs> that's that's why wasn't, we that wasn't him speaking, though. No, it wasn't. It was the other guy. Okay. And, uh, oh, Martin, Annette O'Toole's in it? Martin Henderson. Uh, I used to have a crush oh. on Annette O'Toole. Yeah, oh, so that's oh. right. She's from, from Smallville and many other things. But yeah, very cool. Yeah, yes, I, I remember this, Kathy. You said you were you enjoyed it. Yeah, he plays uh, the doctor of this very small town. Did you watch? Have you watched it all the seasons? Yep, I watched all the seasons, ready oh. for this season. There you go. There's some right. scandalous things happening, Ooh. people. Okay. All right. All right. Like dating a 14-year-old? No, That's no. the last for the entertainment report. We need to take a break because uh, it's already 10 minutes after 7 o'clock, and we got a lot of stuff to do. We have uh, some guests on the program, and we have the back-to-school A to Z. And it's Are all you ready for love? It's all about love, <laughs> as uh, as Kill Bill would say. It's all about love. We are in the loves. The very song, first song we played is the first of the love section. It will be the entire program today with us. So we'll be back with the love songs on the back-to-school A to Z. Stay with us. Tonight from 7 to 9, Nick McElwain from the Preston and Steve Show rocks the grog at 863 West Lancaster Avenue in Bryn Mawr with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy $3 Bud Light drafts during the football game. 
Join Brent Porsche tonight from 8 to 10 at Club Risque Philly, 1700 South Christopher Columbus Boulevard for an MMRBQ ticket rate. A pair of tickets will be given away every 15 minutes. Hey, heads up. Uh, Nick McElwain has got an event tonight. Oh. Yes, a Thursday night kickoff. It's back with football season uh, underway. Bud Light, Thursday night kickoff. And tonight, Nick will be at the Grog. I love the Grog. Oh, and Brim Mar. Yeah. Love that place. Yeah. Isn't that great? Seven and nine tonight, and they're going to have three dollar Bud Light drafts until uh, I'm during all NFL games. Um, and there's going to be free MMR Bud Light Kelly Green T-shirts to be given away. You also get registered for a chance to win a pair of Eagles tickets to the home opener, which will be along on the 14th against Minnesota, and that's courtesy of Bud Light. And you can stop by. You got to be at least 21 or older to enter to win. My trainer Dwayne goes there so much they actually put a little commemorative. Black with his name. Oh, Shut yeah. up. Yeah. I haven't seen Dwayne in a while. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, He'll probably head over. Yeah. yeah let yeah. him know. Yeah, I'm there seven to nine tonight. And uh, as Preston said, a chance to win Eagles tickets, which is really cool. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, being there tonight. Excellent. All right. Um, so real quick with that, with the video footage of uh, the escaped convict um, climbing up the wall <laughs> the way he did. If you haven't seen that yet, he essentially is prone with his hands on one wall and his feet on the opposite facing wall and then crawls up the same way this other dude uh, right. yes. got out but not successfully successfully escaped from the entire uh, facility, which by the way, he had to have gotten the idea from that guy. I would imagine. Because yeah. I'm sure word got around in the prison. Dude, right. yo, you can do this. Dude did this yeah. and, and so on. So he probably thought, alright, I'll, I'll give it a shot and he successfully did it. And you know, The guy that was in the tower that was supposed to be watching that is uh, on leave as of right now as they're investigating how this whole thing went now, but what I was going to ask is, did everybody, does everybody in their group of friends have that one person that can, you know, do a backflip or, uh, or, or, or climb, you know, parkour, I guess, for lack of a term. When I was growing up there, you know, there wasn't a thing called parkour, but we did have a, a guy that was, that was the backflip dude and, and the guy, the climber, yeah, you know, and all that. Yeah, as crazy as it sounds, I was sort of that guy. You were sort of that yeah, guy? I was front flip guy. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, and and uh, wouldn't dare try it now. But, just, um, just on the ground? I would do a That's full body crazy. flip on the ground. Yeah, and I could wow. tell never got hurt. I knew how to, I, I watched this uh, footage about how a stuntman showed you how to um, spread the impact and it would diminish it when you flipped over. So I could do it. Um, and oh, so then, you would land on all four? I could, I, like, like I was, I would, as as if an explosion had occurred behind me, I'd do a full forward flip on, on onto my back and you know, like, mm-hmm. like I'd I'd been blown off my feet. Oh, on your back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I gotcha. I thought you meant all the way back around on your land on your feet. Oh, no, no. Back back flippers can do that. That I yes. No. I no, I would be flippers. I'd be in traction for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um so there's a kid at Jace's school. I was at um an event and the kid walked off the curb like it was nothing. I thought he was just walking yeah. by and he did a well, first he did a front flip and then he did a back flip off of it. And I was like, oh my God. Is he Dangerous, and I couldn't believe yeah. like they, they, they just let him do it on the playground. But he, I mean, kid was he was excellent. He got all the way around. But it was more of like you could tell he wasn't a gymnast. He was like a parkour kid. Okay, so the the guy that uh, that did it amongst our group is a guy named Mike Sitchi, and uh, he would always do the backflip at parties. And uh, one night, Mike had a little bit too much oh, drink. No. See, yeah, did a backflip, and somehow or another, just face planted. Oh. It didn't. It didn't. You know, like physically harm him in the sense. 
sense that he broke bones and things, but it, like he got road rash all over his oh, face no. and stuff like that. I, rem- I don't know how he ended so, up on his face, but he did. I remember always trying yeah. uh, like stuff like that. I remember the classic run up the wall. Okay, so that's the one thing of all these <laughs> these type of stunty things, the Jackie Chan. Yeah. Run up the corner of two walls yeah. thing. That's the one that freaks me out the most, and I would love to be able to do it. And it looks like you mm. see somebody do it, and you're like, yeah, I could, I could, I could do, do that. that. Yeah. What I'm no, talking about, can't. Preston, is running up, running to the wall, running up, and flipping backwards. Yeah, I did oh, that. Yeah. doing that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, too. I had to That's teach it. myself and, how to and do it all would, that stuff. It would technically be awesome, but you have to pick the right wall, Yeah, which I did it not. Oh. I picked drywall. Oh. <laughs> so your feet slipped. Did you go through it? My one foot went through the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kid you not. Wow. That always looks like it's like you. I'm like, I look at that. I'm like, I, I probably could do that. If I mean, you, when if you, you never try. You know what? But. So much of it is, Kathy. So much of it is committing. The the mm. problems always occur with the hesitation, that last second hesitation. Yeah. There is a a girl uh, uh, went to school with who was a gymnast who was um, phenomenal, and she would do the walking along full flip without. Putting her hands out, wow. where her face would be just inches from the ground, and do a full body flip. It's like you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Well, with diving, um, I was never, uh, I didn't have enough courage to try it. You didn't the, do any any flips or anything? Not on the ground. Okay, but I'm saying with diving, I could do the front flip and the back flip, and I would do it like just off the side of the pool, off like right off of the concrete. Okay, and I'd get all the way around, and and my feet would be straight before I even hit the water. So I could have probably done it on the ground, mm. but I didn't. I would never. I was always too nervous to do that. Do you know where you could feed into that desire to do that stuff? Did you guys have trampolines in, in high school? Yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah. yeah I would easily do it yeah, on the trampoline. That was, that was the best. Could you do Oh, yeah, yeah, backflips yeah, and great. Flips great. And all kinds of different uh, maneuvers on, on You could the, Jackie Chan it up on that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know what thing has been impressing me lately? I've seen these videos where the people do the trampolines and then they kind of walk up the walls and then they come back down on the trampoline and then they go back up on the wall. Yeah, and do the yeah. There's, there's, it's, it's so amazing and they're re- it's real strength uh, and, you know, a gymnastic talent. They did, uh, there's one that's making the rounds. It's, it is awesome. This girl, I think it's a girl, appears to be in what is her bedroom. She goes running, jumps out the window, does a flip. There's a trampoline. Uh, on the box. She bounces from the trampoline back up, backwards, through the window and into her room. Wow. That's incredible. Remember at, at Dorney Park and the Halloween? Yeah. They're great. They, these they, skeletons. They did these skeletons yeah. like oh, yeah. that. Nick, yeah, yeah, on they're the incredible. Trampolines, yeah. And they had like holes in the wall yes. that they would end up going We just into. sat there like idiots watching it like, oh my God. I know. It was so cool. Yeah. But there's a video that makes arounds on social media of this guy walking. To, there's a a staircase yes. that's next to the uh, to the trampoline, and he's very slowly walking, and right. he just slowly falls over and bounces right back up to the next step. <laughs> it's great. It's impressive. Hang on, I want to go to Chris on the phones. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. How's it going? Good. What's up, man? Yeah, I uh, I was uh, I've always been like the backflip guy and everything. <laughs> oh no! And uh, I used to. Uh, at weddings and big parties, uh, when Weezer by Buddy Hollywood, Hollywood come on, or I would, Buddy Holly uh, from Weezer, the, yeah, yeah, I do the uh, the Fonzie dance, <laughs> like from, uh, from yeah, the, the, yes. the Russian, the uh, the yeah. saber dance, yeah, the Russian dance, exactly. And then I'd always end it with a backflip. Uh, well, I was at my one friend's wedding, and I did the uh, the Buddy Holly dance for a little too long, and my <laughs> legs were a little bit weak. Oh no! And uh, I walked up to my buddy Grant, and I said, "I, I my legs are shot. I can't do this." And he's like, dude, everybody's waiting for you. You got to do it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, here we go. 
So I did uh, three quarters of a flip. I landed on my feet, <laughs> and I, uh, yes. I stood up, and I had blood squirting out of my oh. eyebrow. Oh, and no! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I rushed into the into the bathroom, and I had, uh, like, I could see the bone through my eyebrow. Oh, and, dude, uh, that's... Oh and that, I had to go right to the hospital and get seven stitches in my eyebrow. Uh, so, I'd rather see so that. So fear of that yeah. story. And, and you know Case. Yeah. So you, you as, as a diver... Wow, thanks, I mean, Chris. did you ever get to the point where you would attempt... Because I could do, again, a full flip in the air. I mean, I could jump pretty high and, yeah. and, and do it. But the notion of jumping backwards... <laughs> Uh, you know, and the fear of landing on your face is just too much. Yeah, no, I mean, I've done uh, front flips and back flips. I've never been uh, good enough to actually, like, land it. I think that when I've done a front flip, I've landed, like... Uh, in... Standing, not on a diving board. Yeah, that's, what, that's okay. what you're asking, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've <sighs> made the attempt, and I've landed it in the tuck position <laughs> right. on the ground. Yeah, uh, yeah just for some reason... Um, Coming off of the ground, I, I wasn't able to get the rotation that was necessary yeah. to complete it. Kathy, your cousin yeah. at your wedding, he's a professional dancer. He did a backflip there. Yeah, he. Mm-hmm. so he does... Um, he does a backflip every day. He does one backflip every single day. He's in his 50s. He no still kidding. does it. Yeah, at weddings, wherever, mm-hmm. um, you know, wherever there's a in party. Line Wawa. He'll yeah. always, he'll always uh, throw up a backflip. Yeah, he's, um, he, he put, he posts video. He lives at the beach. He lives in Point Lookout, uh, New York, and he lives there all year long. So at, once a day, he will walk to the beach. Uh, he takes video and he does one backflip every day. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Well, listen, it, it's, uh, you know, obviously, we're talking about a, a killer who's on the loose, and that's the bigger, to, yeah. the bigger story. But but the seeing that footage yesterday when they showed it on the news, I'm like, whoa! I'm like, okay, that's a little oh. more involved than I thought it was. The dude's 120 pounds, five feet, yeah. and uh, you know, I mean, I, I've done that. It's hard. It's got to be hard. very hard. Yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's all your body weight. Uh, so my algorithm on on Instagram is uh, is a whole bunch of uh, dogs and otters and <laughs> raccoons and and. Yeah. Yeah, people doing and people doing cool flips, right? And so recently, and Kath, I don't know if if your algorithm is similar to mine, but recently there's a guy who is overweight. Um, yeah, I, I know you're talking about. Is he at a trampoline park? No, oh, no, good. no, no. He's on the ground. Oh, he's, really? He's on the ground doing full on like back handsprings, uh, back flips. Uh, well, Kath, what are those things where you do a cartwheel but don't actually hit your hands on the ground? Oh, an aerial. Aerial. Yeah, that's aerial. what I was talking about. The, the, the yeah. girl I was talking about was doing those where her hands didn't yeah. touch the ground and her face. Oh, yeah. I was good at those. Inches. You could I, do that? I could do those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. I, I mean, I've seen the big guy on the diving board, which is one thing, but this dude is doing it on the ground, Grounds. which is like way different. It's not this guy. The, the dude I'm talking about is white. This dude's black. Um, but that's pretty cool. That guy just did a ba- round off uh, backflip. Yeah. Connor, see if you can find there's a, there's a huge guy who does a series of flips on a... He's got to be in a trampoline park. What is that? The, the fun zone or whatever it is? The, uh, uh, sky zone? Sky zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy is just huge, but his rotation is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Be, well, and, I'm not as impressed on the trampoline as I am uh, still on the grass, yeah. you know? But, uh, yeah, especially because you got that weight going down is going to spring your way back up. But it's it's pretty cool to see. Kathy, with the, the aerial thing, when was the last time you did one of those? Oh, God, I I don't know. Do it right now. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's do it right now. now. I would do it. die. Yeah. Yeah. Piece of tragic be... news from the studios of WMR. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Romano, newscaster, had her head literally snapped off. Um, 
After a little practice, I could probably show you how it's done because those are actually not, I mean, it's difficult to do, but it's, it's, um, you can do it without getting hurt because you can always put your hands down if you're not going to make it. Right. That's how I taught myself how to do it because I would just tap, you know, tap my hands down and eventually as I got higher, I was able to not have to use my hands at all. Did Where? you do it off a, of like a, a springboard or did you, you obviously no, did it on, on the ground. I taught myself on the trampoline okay. and then I was able to do it on the ground. Where are your hands when you're doing that? Are they like by your side? Yeah, or? kind okay. of just, yeah, like tucked in. Wow. All right. Well, it's, uh, it's interesting and uh, I think most people have that friend who does that. Right. Who's the person that say, well, here, watch this. Hopefully it's not this guy. And at some point, they realize they can't do that anymore. Right. And by the time that happens, it's usually mm-hmm. followed by a trip to the uh, right. emergency room. Or the morgue. Um, all right, I have a completely different story. And I wanted to bring this up because we have, we have a number of guests on the show. So I wanted to make sure that I got this in. But yesterday... Uh, plans uh, to build a highway cap. And there were two plans that were revealed yesterday over a, hi- a highway cap over a section of the Vine Street Expressway uh, that are taking space. But there's also another thing that's going to be taking place at Penn's Landing, and it's where they're going to build a 12-acre park over I-95. It's really going to happen? This, they, they said it's Finally, this is this is the they're, they're doing it. Actually, it was the groundbreaking. Well, and, and yesterday, and and the governor, yeah, who's Shapiro. gotten on this and is and is emphatically committed to seeing this through. So yeah. it seemed to have stalled for a while when they first introduced it. Preston, everyone was going, "That would be awesome." Yeah, it, and what and the plans are showing here. Looked sensational. It will become to known as yeah. uh, the park at Penn's Landing, uh, and I think this is. You know, this is obviously it's way overdue. There have been plans. They've talked about stuff like this for ages. They even talked about linking, you know, Camden and, and PA with right, the, right. the gondola Tram, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Shapiro said this is going to be a place where we can celebrate one another. This is going to be a place of peace and freedom where we can all come together. Uh, the movement for reconnecting the city to the waterfront via structure over the federal highway began with an executive order under the administration of Mayor Street in the early 2000s, but it took years of meetings, planning, and finding funding to move to fruition throughout the administrations of uh, Mayor Nutter and now Mayor Kennedy. Uh, and so they're ready to get it going now. Both of these ideas absolutely fascinate me. I, I've wanted them for a long time, as have most Philadelphians, because in large part, there are so many great neighborhoods in Philly for walking. and, yes. and the, But two of them that you cannot walk uh, to currently are Penn's Landing and yeah. from one side of Chinatown to the other. And yep. uh, the city needs it. And, and Casey, I'm like you. I'm skeptical and, and a, a bit cynical when it comes to these types of projects because they are really expensive and they often take a long time if they ever happen at all. But I, I for whatever reason, these two I actually have faith in. Yeah, this, this has been long overdue. That riverfront is prime. Yes. Oh my God, it's going prime to be much more better managed mm-hmm. and accessible. It's so unused. It's, yeah. it's such a missed opportunity. It's, it's, it's one of the generating revenue. It's one of the best parts in most major cities, yeah, like Chicago, uh, like Pittsburgh, like Baltimore, all that stuff. They've, they've got waterfront areas that are perfect for you to be out and just experience right. and, and, and be outside. Yeah, and Steve, a lot of the reason why, especially along the Delaware River, is you just haven't been able to walk to it before, you know? And it's it, like, true. If, if you're in Center City or if you're in Old City or whatever, now if, you, if this comes together, you'll have the ability to walk from, say, City Hall to the river. And that's it's way, way, way overdue. And so the other one that I that I started with is uh, they're calling it the, the Chinatown Stitch. 
Uh, and it's a, I can do that move. It's a cap that will essentially cover over the Vine Street Expressway. Isn't that what you do after someone gives birth if you want to return the vagina to That's a, the gentleman's Oh, stitch. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, but every design for this one uh, includes green space, room for public plazas, traffic calming measures. Uh, so that if they do both of these, yeah. now I, I think the one on Penn's Landing, or yeah, Penn's Landing is, is a little more developed and, and moving forward. They're still pitching the ideas about the Chinatown. So the ETA on the completion of this, I haven't seen anything I really mentioned. That, I haven't seen that either. So here's a couple of these uh, particulars: pedestrians and cyclists trying to reach Penn's Landing, uh, they have to use the, the Walnut Street pedestrian bridge uh, over 95 in Columbus Boulevard and the bridge is going to be closed beginning this month uh, for starts of construction for the 11 and a half acre park. Uh, pedestrians will then have to use the Dock Street uh, bridge to cross over 95. Dock? Or Dock, just yeah. Dock Street in general. Uh, heavy construction including demolition of the Wall Street Walnut uh, Street Bridge is expected to start within the next few months. Uh, when complete, the park will cover about four acres over 95 between Chestnut and Walnut Streets. Another seven acres will slope down to the waterfront from Columbus Boulevard, which which is, of course, formerly Delaware Avenue along that section. It's pretty cool. It's going to cost about $360 million for design and construction. My only issue with this is, uh, and I'm pro both of them. I, li- I like the ideas for both of these ideas a lot. Um, but do you guys ever have the issue when you're driving, say, on uh, 76 or 676 and you go through some of these tunnels where it's bright outside yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, and then you yeah. completely yeah. lose the ability to see anything yeah, yeah. The one right and then you come out on the other side of the tunnel and you're like, oh my God, I'm blinded again. Yeah, the one right by uh, 30th Street Station. Nick, yes, that's, that's exactly like, it. Uh, and they just, you know, put better lights in there. We were talking yesterday that about would do like it. LED, so LED lights. So like, it's yeah. not as austere uh-huh. a transition. Yeah. yeah. But it may end up, depending on how much they use of this, I think it was the one over Vine Street Expressway, uh, the Chinatown Stitch, that, that may be technically become a tunnel yes. on, on 676 going through there on the Vine Street Expressway. Which, which would require um, like certain amount of ventilation, Correct. And fire prevention and things along those lines. Yeah, so they, they have to look into the legalities Do of you know that. Do you know who would love that though? The Judds. The cannibalistic yeah. uh, underground dwellers. Yeah. So, uh, plans for the park at Penn's Landing uh, call for gardens, a cafe, a large Timber Pavilion. Ooh, Timber Pavilion. And an amphitheater. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Independence Blue Cross River Rink, which is now at Penn's Landing, would be dismantled and relocated to the new park. So they would definitely keep that. It would be wild to have something, uh, you know. Oh, man. I, I hope I get to see it. Right. I'm not going to see the, the, the successful Mars mission more than likely, but I, I want to see this. <laughs> uh, the park will also have open space, a play area, and cafe. It will include a, a uh, contemplative setting. I love contemplative settings. <laughs> For the uh, existing Irish and Scottish memorials currently at the southeast corner of Front and Chestnut. Hmm, I'm Irish, too. Uh, the memorials would be relocated a block south to the new cap at Front and Walnut. So, Steve, I uh, when you had the uh, the Moshaloo, uh Mutiny on the Moshaloo yes. uh, fundraiser, parking down there was pretty tough. So I had to park uh, basically on Front Street, Front and Dock. And so I ended up walking through what is that park now. Right. Um, uh, you know, I, I I I hope that when they do f- complete this, that it a gets, gets used right. and B gets used properly. 
You know what I mean? Because well, well they have to rethink their parking situation. Yeah. You know, yeah. to to make it because this will this will be a destination. Yeah. So it, it won't be that. Oh, we're just happy to use it because it's here. People will come from different areas to go to it. Yeah, especially if they're going to have an amphitheater. Yeah, right. That means shows are going to be there. They're going to be yeah. putting on special events, so they're going to need uh, parking in and around that area for sure. Uh, when work ramps up on the cap, which includes uh, setting beams into place to support the cap, contractors will close sections of the highway overnight during the work week, but not on weekends. Uh, detours will be in place from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. so as not to impact daily computer- commuters. So that's... What are the, well, yeah, what are those detours going to be like? That's going to be a bit of an issue. But, I mean, there there are ways around. you got to take a little bit of a, a way if you need to get off. If you're heading southbound, get off, you know, uh, 676 Vine Street Expressway over to the Schuylkill and then sneak back over to 95, I guess. So. You take a little tour. Yeah, I guess so. That's okay, though, man. If they can give us a, um, a viable... Couple, I assume it's going to be a couple of years, right? It's going to happen. I would guess. It's huge. Yeah. But then again, they fixed 95 in two weeks. So That's right. Yes. So maybe this is four <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Our buddy Ra is on the line with a comment. Hey, Ra, morning, ma'am. Would you like the New World Order with pickles? <laughs> Very good. What's up, bud? I love that. Uh, so listen, <laughs> I said the same thing. First of all, Steve, I have the same fear. Am I going to be... Young enough to enjoy it. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't want to be like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> Look what they did. Yeah. So, yeah. First of all, they need to make sure that there's also Wi-Fi under everything. Because whenever you go, especially like when you're on Vine Street or whatever, um, not Vine Street, but 76, going towards South Street and you get under that little uh, underpass going under City Hall, not City Hall, but um, 30th Street and all that. Right. Yeah. Your GPS will start doing all types of stupid stuff, hey, making you want to turn and all this other. Horror. You're right, Ra. It it puts me if I'm if I'm going under that, it then puts me on the other side of the river. Wow. In Center City. It's really weird. They put that, you in Camden? No, 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 no. If, if I'm going by 30th Street Station. Oh, I see what you're it saying. It puts me on the other side of the Schuylkill River. Oh, that's yeah. wild. And you turning left. And I'm like, dude, you're going <laughs> to you're trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, it's but weird. The other thing is, um, they have so much river and road connection down there where that stupid ship is sitting there down there by Ikea. They could make all of that such an awesome tourist attraction if they just did the waterfront correctly. And you were saying that, and I was totally just yelling at the at the radio like, yo, that's exactly what I've been saying. Well, Ron, to, to, that, to, to that point about the ship, you know, they, they took yeah. the Queen Mary years ago in California and made it a, a, a tourist destination. Take right. that ship refurb it, right. make it the, make it a hotel, and, and do a Queen Mary job on it. Obviously, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but it would be really cool. Well, also, it would be cool if we could just leave from there and take cruises from that um, yeah. area. <laughs> right. like, my whole thing is, is, is I know they're supposed to be dredging the, um, the Delaware to make it deeper or whatever. You know, once they get that done, that would be awesome to leave from Philly and be able to take a cruise from Philly around wherever, right? Yeah, yeah. it's all awesome. But I agree, as we said earlier, will it be done in our lifetimes? Nine years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going on a cruise. I need them to get Rail Park done. If you've been to Rail Park, it's a beautiful notion. Right. Yeah, that's but a part, Ra. That's a part of this. Um, the the six seventy six stitch is that they're going to connect it to the yep. rail park. That in, again, in theory. Uh, but if they're yeah. able to do that, you're right. It, it would be a really nice um bridge from one part of the city to the other. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll keep our fingers crossed. 
That's right. I repeat my finger. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Marissa, what do you want to say? All right, two quick things. Um, one, I feel like this is our big dig. If anybody knows about the big dig in yeah, Boston, Boston, like, mm-hmm. what was that, like 10 or 15 years? Like, I feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel. Literally. Literally. Um, but two, can we all just promise right now on the radio that we will use this? Because oh, you mean it'll be built and then nobody goes there and yeah. then it's a waste. I would think it'll be used. Well, I hope so because already right now they have Spruce Street Harbor Park down there. That's right by the Hilton. It is great down there. And you can walk from there up to like Headhouse Square and the South Street area. I do it all the time, but it's just very underutilized. And even Ra was talking about um, where that boat is by Ikea. There is a bike trail back there. Right. That's really great. That has like a lookout tower. And it's gonna, really beautiful there. They're going to connect all this stuff. And I, but I think though, Marissa, even though, yes, you can take a footbridge to get across mm-hmm. 95, you're still going across a narrow bridge as opposed to having this wide area to just stroll oh, out there. Park. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, think, I think it'll get used. No, I agree 100%. Yeah. And I think every time I'm walking down... Delaware Avenue down there and it's like you see Spruce Street Harbor Park they have all the lights and the hammocks hanging out yeah. but you're like it's so separated you just wish people would come so please it's please, also please. too shady there too there's too many trees I don't <laughs> I'm I'm mean to complain that. about that damn yeah. foliage yeah. and oxygen um, alright well anyhow I'm, I'm excited about the news absolutely I, I think it'll yeah. we'll have to have like a party or something and like that Marissa since you live closest you'll have to use the most for us okay yeah, yeah. done alright alright well listen I do want to take a break because we have a lot of things to get to today. A lot of stuff to give to you. You know what? Can I do the, yeah, Piccalilli's here. Do it! Our friends from Piccalilli are here. I know it smells fantastic. (laughs) And I have what do I have? A $50 gift card to give away to the Piccalilli Inn. We'll take caller number 17 at 215-263 WMMR. There has never been a better time to take the trip to the Pick. And you can get your carryout orders in now for Sunday's game and enjoy their award winning wings, tails, and ears. So call right now, 215 263 WMMR caller 17 you get set up we're going to come back bizarre file stories and love songs in the back to school A to Z stay with us what's going on in the world of rock you'll find it at WMMR.com your one stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know WMMR.com where FOMO goes to die Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
There's a lot of things uh, that are going on that I need to mention. There's an MMRBQ ticket raid uh, that is coming up tonight. Uh, Brent Porsche, I believe. Let me see. Is it going to be Brent Porsche tonight? It looks like it, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he did both of these. There was one last night and there's one tonight. He's going to be at Club Risque mm. in Philadelphia from 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, so stop by because they're going to give away tickets to the MM Barbecue every 15 minutes. That's awesome. And we'll be at Club Risque. All right. So uh, bring your own fork. Go and see Brent today. <laughs> We've seen that happen before. All right. Let's do Beef Hop. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by 20th Century Studios. Head to WMMR.com to register to win tickets to join Casey, Marissa, and Nick at Red Rum Theater for a special murder mystery event to celebrate a haunting in Venice, only in theaters, on September 15th. A couple of bear stories. We'll start with this one out of Florida. A three-legged bear known as Tripod broke into a lanai over the weekend and decided to have a little party. Uh, Joshery Diglio said that she received a security camera notification around 5 p.m. Sunday at the tripod was uh, paying her Lake Mary house a visit. Her son, at the same time, her 13-year-old son, Joseph Diglio, was home and heard the family dog, Bruno, barking soon after he spotted tripod breaking in and by tearing a hole into the in the patio screen. Tripod then made himself at home, opened up the family's mini refrigerator. Oh, yeah. And Diglio said, once I saw him open the fridge, I got scared that he could open the doors to the houses. Uh, Diglio said that Tripod had some fish food that was left next to their fish tank and then proceeded to the bar. He said he took three white claws. Oh, he knows what he wants. Drank them Uh and left very happy. (laughs) His favorite flavor is mango and strawberry, according to Diglio. It's your birthday. He said that uh, was the second time a bear had broken through the patio screen. He said, just part of living where we live, honestly. Uh, the family said Tripod is well li- a well-liked member of the neighborhood. Thank you. He said, I was not scared because... I like you guys, too. We know the bear really well. He lives here. We respect their habitat as much as we can. It's a... Ador- it's a well, I mean, it, it's adorable. It could kill you still, but we'll get watching it get around on three legs, pretty amazing. Alright, here's the other one. This is footage uh, somewhere in the Poconos. Alright. All right. This idiot. Okay, a group of people appear to be hanging out next to a lake, possibly at an outdoor patio. A guy in a cutoff t-shirt and baseball shorts, uh, basketball shorts, ushers a large ambling black bear away from the setup, steering it past hanging baskets of flowers, tiki torches, and a 65-inch flat screen television propped up on a stack of firewood. I mean, this guy... He's right next to it. He's right next to it. He's treating it as if it's a dog. Yeah, come on, shoot. It's... So stupid. You are so stupid. Oh, my God. You're going to make the bizarre file. So once the guy and the bear reach the gate, there's a pause. The bear doesn't want to leave. And the guy makes this known by reaching up. And uh, the bear does. Reaches up and swats him. Apparently, the guy's name is Mike. Mike barely budges and said, sticking a finger in the bear's face and then pointing out of the patio like he's putting a stubborn dog into the backyard. The bear takes a final look at him and then moseys through the gate and and he goes away. Uh, But Mike then lifts up his shirt. Dude, he's got blood running down the -hmm. side of his torso from where this bear scratched him. Could have eviscerated him. And that was just a... 
It was just a pass. Just a passing swipe. Yeah. He could have ripped this yeah. guy to shreds. Uh, it's hard to confirm if it's actually happened in Pennsylvania, although the caption on the footage reads, Meanwhile in the Poconos, referencing yeah, it was the Poconos. a rural forested part of the state, home to the black bear population. Uh, so upon encountering a black bear, the Pennsylvania Game Commission uh, advises you to alert the bear to your presence, get back, stay calm, and pay attention. So you don't go on a walk with it, right? Uh, yeah, you don't go walk along with it, but we're looking at the video of oh look at these scratches down his side, Casey. Just I mean, they're, a little, they're, they're a good, little swipe. They're a good fifteen inches long. Oh yeah, and and it was just a little pat at him. He could have he could have just grabbed on and eaten him. And the bear was just about to. It's like hmm. uh, this guy's too dumb. Yeah, it <laughs> won't taste good. I'm yeah. not defending this just idiot, but uh, my girlfriend's parents live in the Poconos and they see bears all the time. And this past weekend, they had a mama and a cub in the backyard. And I, it's not. I think they just get used to it. It's like yeah, yeah. squirrels or deer. Like we just see them so much. And yeah. I think this dude was just like. Oh, this is a common occurrence, not realizing I could also die from this encounter. Well, what you would do is, I, I would, if you had pots or pans, or, hey, hey, yeah, right? you know, like a normal that. person. Yeah. Yeah. Instead from a of distance, a, instead of you walking. You don't square dance with right. it. He's walking towards it and uh, trying Daddy to usher Parker. it out. So, yeah. Wow. yeah. All right, a Florida marathoner is facing federal charges after the U.S. Coast Guard spotted him 70 nautical miles off of Tybee Island, Georgia, uh, in a homemade hydropod. A hurricane, uh, this was as Hurricane Franklin bore down on the eastern seaboard. Now, this thing is almost like a, a giant uh, hamster ball of sorts, okay? Right, so I've seen them. Riza Bellucci claimed that he was headed to London in the human-powered <laughs> vessel. Okay. Uh, and from London. there's a newly filed criminal complaint describes it as being afloat as a result of wiring and buoys. That's what they call the contraption. When Coast Guard officers told Bellucci that they were cutting short his uh, manifestly unsafe voyage, Bellucci threatened to kill himself with a 12-inch knife. I'm going to kill myself. I any- have to go to London. If anyone tried to apprehend him and claimed to have a bomb on board, <laughs> which turned out to be fake. Uh, three days later, Bellucci... Otherwise, everything else was on the uh, upper level. Who authorities uh, have intercepted in his hydropod at least three times previously finally surrendered. Uh, Bellucci made national news in 2021 for an attempt to get from Florida to New York in the hydropod, but he washed ashore 25 miles later. I remember this. This So what we're looking at is a picture of the thing up here on the screen. I remember that original story, Preston. Yep. Guys, uh, it seems to be at least a risky proposition. He yeah. keeps trying. Keeps trying. A video posted online captured the moment when dozens of students suddenly plunged into a lake in Madison, Wisconsin, after a pier holding them collapsed on Monday afternoon. Like, there's a ton of people. There's like 80 people standing this on this thing. this is a fairly rickety-looking pier. And it just, yeah. boom, it goes in. It's a swimming pier in front of the University of Wisconsin-Madison. It fell apart. Officials said six people were hurt and treated by EMTs and paramedics. One of them was taken to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The University of Wisconsin-Madison said in a statement that a number of students and other members of the public were on the pier at the time. Uh, many swam back to shore after the collapse. The school said the swimming area was not staffed by lifeguards. Uh, it is currently closed and the uh, college will be investigating what occurred. And that's where we will end with the Bizarre Fond. I got other really good stories that we'll get to a tad bit later on during the program. Uh, as we are about to take a break, we got so many things to give away. Should I continue with this, Case? Um, uh, or something else? Let's you tell do, me. Let's do this one. I like that. All right. I have... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I've got... Uh, let's see here. 
Oh, it's on digital. Okay. I have uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem on digital. There you go. That I can set you up with. We'll take caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. And you can buy a Reddit today at participating retailers. Reddit PG from Paramount Pictures. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The next guest is going to be in town tonight playing at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, he has amassed a huge following on uh, TikTok, five plus million followers. It's pretty freaking impressive. Very impressive. And uh, he's bringing his uh, brand of comedy to Philly tonight. Please give some love to comedic Cody. Hey. What's up, Cody? Good morning, you guys. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? We're good, man. Hey, congratulations on all the success that you have had uh, on social media, specifically TikTok. That's uh, man, that's impressive. And just, I, I'll be honest, I'm not, a, I'm not a TikTok guy, uh, but I do know that you started your, uh, you started it up in 2020, and since then, you've amassed over five million followers. Exactly. Yes, I started in 2020, and it was kind of around the era of lip syncing and and dancing and i wasn't i wasn't big into social media and that's when i gave it a whirl at sketch comedy and it ended up turning into this so you do you do these like like short you know easily consumable skits as you said and uh i think (laughs) looking at your stuff and i I, you know i wasn't that familiar but did did a lot of uh, what i could find you know about your career as you said you started at a time when there's a lot of lip syncing and all that stuff going on and you were at least generating some content and it obviously took off what had you been doing now you've done some modeling as well correct i did i did uh Romance book cover modeling. Oh, like, those those nasty oh. books. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's usually like the big, long, flowing locks of hair, like Fabio. Like Fabio. Yeah, Did and you- clearly by my hairline, you can tell that. Is <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's crazy. That, but that's cool. So you I were, love it. You were getting work in that. Listen, I worked in a bookstore years ago. I saw all those covers. They were all, uh, they were all, you know. But look, look, you looking a different way. That's kind of a. Uh, yeah. That's that's. An evolving sort of way to approach romance novels. How much work did you get yeah. in that? Um, so it actually, I did my very first photo shoot. I went with a buddy of mine to California, and this was the first time I'd ever flown, first time I'd ever been out of Virginia. And a photographer stopped me. And looking back, this sounds very sketchy. <laughs> All right. But a photographer, a photographer stopped me and just said they liked my tattoo at the time and thought I would be a good look for a a photo shoot. And I did a photo shoot right there on the beach. And I got my first book cover later that evening in uh, Huntington Beach, California. Wow. And that that one cover turned into a whole thing. And I didn't even know book cover like meet and greets and all over the world. I got to go to Australia, New Zealand, Canada. That's awesome. Yeah, I can yeah. tell you for a fact, Preston has a story that didn't work out quite the same way. Yeah. He, he was approached for what you just described. Tell, him, tell Cody your story there. It Brent. was a, it, they wanted me to model my feet, actually, <laughs> uh, to wear socks. So it was a foot model. It never took off. And you like, took it, right? You know, I tried. I tried. We know, Nothing ever came back on that. But hang on a second. So there is a, there is a collection of people who will come and meet, not the author, 
But the people who are in the photos of the covers the of, of romance novels. novels, I have never heard of this. It was right made into a movie with uh, Channing Tatum and uh, and you know uh, that it was. Yeah, what was, uh, was Sandra Bullock? And and so they all want to meet the version of the act. <laughs> he's the, the he's about. right. Exactly. That's, that's hilarious. Wow. So so was it was I that, did that not known to how did that did that fan base port over to your to your TikTok videos? Do you think a lot of people made that that switch? So. Honestly, it wasn't. I, I know before I started uh, TikTok, even with the the modeling, I think I had about seven, eight thousand followers on Instagram at the time, and this was about two years deep into the book cover modeling. Okay. So, one thing about the the book cover stuff, it doesn't actually draw out a huge following on anything, but more so Facebook, and uh, it kind of just created its own thing with TikTok more so than anything that overflowed from modeling. But when I did post about, yeah, when I posted about the book cover modeling stuff on TikTok, (laughs) people were like, oh, I know I saw you from somewhere. Immediately like, I know your name. Well, you you right know, uh, uh, uh. Cody. Part of the deal is with all this stuff is is you know people look for hard and fast rules about how to get you know get eyes on your content and so on and so forth. And even at this point, how many millions in you are? Five million plus. Um, to me, it still seems like it's it's just luck of the draw at, at a certain point, right? There's a lot of talented people out there, but to get noticed, to get that that match lit the is still sort of a, a crapshoot, correct? hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's, that's one of the things that I've learned as time goes on now, maybe two years ago, it wasn't exactly like that. You kind of just had to do something that stuck out. But in today's day, if, if you post a video every single day, Monday through Sunday, and it's the exact same video on Monday, you could get 20,000 views on Wednesday, you could get 3 million. And it, it just all depends on how many people are on the app at that time of when you post it and just it all just depends on uh, it's a number game so you, you again you know reading what uh, what is available about you and a uh, nice guy and all all you know uh, kudos and credit to you i have to imagine oh, though stop if, if if you <laughs> if you come into the scene and you're a model uh, you know the comedy scene the stand up comedy scene and you're coming in as sure. a, a social media person i have to imagine that there are some seasoned pros who are going to give you some blowback on that was was that 100,000% hundred thousand percent, man. Oh gosh, it was rough. Yeah, how how did you fight that? Um, Honestly, I've always been the type of person because a lot of people don't kind of know the backstory of of where I came from, where I grew up. I mean, I'm from Alta Vista, Virginia. Two thousand people, and grew up getting bullied. Didn't have a lot of friends, and once I graduated high school and started stand-up comedy even last year, I kind of I instilled it in my mind that I spent every bit of seven years depressed, anxious, in and out of the hospitals on all these different medications. Huh. I spent so much time wasting my energy and happiness on other people's opinions mm. that I decided to flip it and turn it into a totally different mindset that if people doubt me, it pushes me harder to do that much better on stage. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's a blessing because I have major <laughs> social anxiety. Oh. Major. Wow. So it, it's uh-huh. just, it's one of those things that pushes me to go that much harder. And there's 
it, there's even been staff at some places that are like, this TikTok kid is going to get up there, take his shirt off and start dancing. And I'm like, okay, watch this. Yeah. Great. Watch this. I, I'll do it at the end after I hit you. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Hey, so who who were the bullies back in the day in oh. school? Like what 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 crew, what, uh, what, what click uh, came after you? You know, the, the Ralph Lauren polo. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, it's, but it, it wasn't really like a certain, I guess I had a universal face of bullying. Oh, I, yeah. It was a little bit of everybody. Yeah. I mean, I think I was getting bullied by the bullied. Oh, <laughs> the bullied, the bullied, the bullied were bullying bully you. you. Wow. Dude, that's. It's an endless cycle. <laughs> that's a low end of the totem pole. I had, did, were you, were, did you come into your own at a certain point in school? Were you, were you a good looking guy? Was that it? Were people reacting? Were guys jealous oh. of you and reacting in that way? Not that you might say it, but that seems like a likely dynamic. I don't know if it was more so jealousy, but 11th grade, I, and coming out of 10th grade year, I had my hair down to my shoulders, glasses, braces. And that summer when I was out of school, haircut, braces off, and I got contacts, swear on everything. <laughs> and uh, my sophomore year of high school, or my junior year of high school, I was then voted most likely to succeed and oh. biggest flirt. Oh, oh man. That, that's a full 180, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I like, wanna... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. no all right. Well, I, okay. I, I was just going to ask, like, uh, if you were pandering to us right now, because uh, you know, for those of you who can't see, uh, Cody's wearing a, a Sixers shirt right now, and you're from. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're, you're from Virginia. I, I, is that an Iverson jersey? Who's from Virginia? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, my man. So, are you an you Iverson fan or a Sixers fan or both? Uh, <laughs> go, go Philly. Now uh, said. That's you got to do that if you're going to go into into the uh, into the city. You got to show a little bit of the the pride. So your first video that took off, that really took off, that got a, a substantial hit, was uh, you talking about a, 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 a commenting on the way a certain girl talked. It was. Um, that 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 it, keeps getting pointed to as the one that kind of flicked the switch and everyone sort of locked in on you. Uh, what 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 caused that to be created? What were you responding to? So it's it's, it's got. I wouldn't say it's mean or anything, but at the time I was a pharmacist for CVS, and uh, I had a patient that I was really good friends with. And in that video, people don't realize it, but I'm wearing a white T-shirt, a blue button-up, and I still had my scrub pants on. And I just thought of this random idea at work that day. And as soon as I got home, I was just like, oh, this would be funny. Because at that time, I think I had 40 followers, 42 followers on TikTok. And I had, I was just messing around with one of my patients that I had built a friendship with. And I told her something and she started laughing and immediately it made me just kind of stop laughing at the joke <laughs> and just go, are you, is that coming out of your esophagus? Like, what is that noise? And it, it just turned into and then a just buried it. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were just talking and then her laugh just was completely out of left field. And then it made both of us start laughing even harder. And it, I was just like that, that's kind of true that you, 
you meet somebody, you're having a normal conversation, and then they start laughing, and you're like, where on earth did that come from? Wow. Uh, and that's the one that <laughs> took off. That's awesome. You mentioned being a pharmacist, and, and that's, a, that's a good, solid job, job. to have. Uh, however, yeah. when I'm watching the people working at the pharmacy, it looks like a pretty monotonous job to me. Did you enjoy doing that, yeah. or did it wear out pretty quickly? It, uh, it wore out pretty quickly. I was in uh, the pharmacy... Once I became registered, I was I was there every bit of two years, mm-hmm. and I saw kind of the the backside of things, and it, it wasn't what I fell in love with at all. And you figured it and, was a lot of international travel and starlets and all that, right. and just wine and dining. I'll tell you what, though, CVS we've long contended, I say, has a great cookie line under the CVS label, and they have some of the best fudge cookies I've ever had. What is that, gold label? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So what was your discount like working as the pharmacist? It was pretty nice. (laughs) Not going to lie, it was pretty nice. I want to say it was, shoot, 20%, maybe 30 don't hold me to that, CVS, but it was something all right. So as you're working as a pharmacist and you, you bring this to your parents, are, are both parents uh, still with us? Or, uh, you're, uh, they your are. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. That had to be a little bit of a tough sell, even though you're an adult man at the time. But, I mean... Uh, oh, they were mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, were mad. <laughs> yeah. they were mad. Um, we grew up very old school, and uh, my dad was kind of... He kind of grew up given the mentality of, hey, man, you work and then you die. Mm. And I, I'm... I've worked since I was 15. I worked at a grocery store, then a shoe store. Then I got into the pharmacy. And uh, when I told them, I, my dad looked at me and he was like, I hope that's your first joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a dad, all right. So when was the yeah. point they have to look at the success now? Have they embraced it or are they still begrudgingly um, refusing to yield on it? I flew them out to a show in North Carolina, and there was about 700 people there, and that's when wow. we kind of hit that switch. Like, yeah, he's, he's really doing, he's really doing this. That's wow. cool. If oh, just- we all cried. I cried on stage. <laughs> Not even gonna lie about it. <laughs> If you're just tuning in, it's uh, Comedic Cody that we're talking to is going to be at uh, Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight at at eight o'clock. Um, with the please tell me that, and and I have no idea how this world works because my connection to social media is is uh, very very light. Um, but tell me, you've monetized what you're doing on TikTok? Have you been able to do that? Um. Uh... Like house, house. I, I don't know. I don't know how all this works. I know that, I know that on uh, you know social media, you can have sponsored. You can you can get people to pay for yeah uh, for endorsements and and uh, and is and it moderately lucrative? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, so I see what you're saying now. Um, yeah. So they have like that creator uh, creator fund thing where right. they pay you per video. I never got into that. Because I was always big on, I never wanted to feel like a job because that's when you stop having fun. Mm. And it was one of those things where if you join that, it drops your views. So at when it first came out, they kind of made it not even optional for verified users to start the creator fund. And then if you wanted to opt out, you could opt out. And I remember I had like 
seven videos go viral. And then as soon as they added me to the creator fund, that video for the next three days got about 20,000 views. So, I, I, so, so what, I got, what you're got saying viral, is viral, viral, viral. they wow. ramp down once you be, once it becomes the, the, the it becomes a 100%. financial investment on their part. They put their finger on the scale a little bit and ramp you down a bit. So, so, so is the benefit to you that you can handle this your own away from that and just parlay the the number? People can go look at the number and go, this is why I can be, um, you can sponsor something or influence on a particular product. Is, is that sure. what's more beneficial for you? Yes. So, um, they have, there's companies that will reach out and email you and they're, they're saying, Hey, we came out with a new app. We want you to do a 60 second video on our app and put our link to the app in your bio for X amount of days. And then that's, that's how a lot of people get paid on the app. If it's not too indelicate to ask, what what kind of money you know could could you get for something you know say say some a, a bigger company gives you an app or something they want you sure. to influence uh, on or or send your followers to how much could you conceivably generate for just that little bit of exposure? So I haven't ran into anything huge personally, but I've heard like. There's certain grocery stores that if you do a 60 second to three minute ad for them, they're paying like $20,000. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. thought it would be something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And it yeah. could be more. Th- it, there could be companies doing more than that. But I think on average, there's there's companies doing between one and 1000 and 4500 per ad. And then you, you put their link in your, in your bio for seven days and you just have to they give you kind of almost a script to go by. Gotcha. And then yeah. you just post that to your to your uh, TikTok. And they pay for your advertisement. So you post the video, they pay to push it to through our, everybody's for you page and mm-hmm. It's, it's wild. I know you said, uh, you know, if it if it seems like work, it's not fun. But making money is fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're not lying. Yeah. <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded good. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to sound like the good guy. Okay. It's, it's better than telling Mrs. Jurgensen that her fleet animas are in. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I would do that. I would do that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that commercial. No, you know, it's just funny. Money's right. Cody, because <laughs> there was a brief period where I mean, it seems like it's we're, we're tied into it, but we're not like. Marissa on our show is, is very much the conduit for social media. Yes. But there, there seemed a point where it's kind of like the gold rush, you know, like it, it, everyone's just cleaning up. And now, and you made reference to it earlier, that it's sort of hitting a stabilized state where it's um, it's becoming a little bit more conservative in um, and, and the money being flung out to everyone uh, for their sure. participation. So people, you know, people are thinking, oh, I'm going to go do that. They need to really, you know, generate content and really do something that's going to make you know, that's going to make an impact because it's harder now than it might have been a year or two ago. Correct. Uh, yeah. And, and posting aspect. Yeah. But now they have the, the TikTok live option where you go live and people can gift you different things mm. and it's payouts every single week. Huh? Wow. Oh. All right. So, uh, how's your, how's your fan base in Philadelphia? Any idea or is this the trial going and doing the show tonight and seeing who shows up? Second show in Philly. All right. Ah, all right. And uh, you feel yeah. pretty good? You got a nice base here? Last year was one of 
the best shows. And I'm not just saying that because I'm wearing a Philly shirt. (laughs) (laughs) But it was incredible. I guess I didn't know what to expect because I'm always so surprised. When I leave Virginia, if there's more than 10 people, I'm just like, how do y'all even know who I am? Uh, (laughs) Well, there you go. Can you walk in and and see who, uh, can you pick out your audience? I mean, can you tell, okay, these are predominantly TikTok fans. Can you just can you spy your modeling romance cover fans? <laughs> can you can you find your CVS fans? No, oh, I don't know if there's yeah. many of those. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things that's been so cool to see because um, last year it was of course ninety percent TikTok, yeah. and then this year I'm on my twelfth. 12th or 13th show and it has just been a mixture of everybody so that has been the coolest thing to kind of see grow since last year as it's the mixture of people rather than like a lot of people were saying oh cody they're not laughing at your jokes they're laughing at a pretty face and i was like you know what Maybe they'll come back. No, whatever gets them in the door, man. Yeah, and totally. you're, you're a nice guy, and you're yeah. working at it. You, yeah. you, you deserve okay. you deserve the traction. It's uh, it's not like you're phoning it in. You're yeah. you're you're hitting the pavement, as they say. I appreciate that. I hope I hope I'm doing something right. <laughs> it seems like it uh, definitely is the case. All right, Cody, we're going to send people to Helium Comedy Club tonight, eight o'clock. Tickets available at heliumcomedy.com. And if you're a fan or if you want to see somebody you haven't seen before and get out and experience it, you can go see Comedic Cody. I mean, he's got five million people that are huge fans. He's yeah. doing pretty solid. He said this is his favorite Thank city. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, hey, Cody, you heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with everything. Thanks for coming on this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. So you got it, Comedic yeah. Cody. Yeah. Five million followers. That's uh-huh. man. And and you know what's interesting, Casey, because I know yeah. you know he said that just uh you know the the the, the lightning strike the the the, yeah. the light of the match, Steve. Like right. he said, it's just kind of bizarrely random. Something just catches for whatever reason. I th- that leads me to believe that there's loads of stuff out there that's probably really great that yeah. is never really going to take off, or you know I mean? that is sits inert until it gets heat. Like he said, you he could post the same thing for a week yeah. and have dramatically different reactions to it yeah. on each day and that's that's it hey, you know what's and i want to i want to uh, congratulate our friend cast iron kyle because he uh you know he's uh very very active on instagram and he puts up videos yeah. all the time and he works very very hard on his content you would think okay here's a guy who just refurbishes um cast iron right. skillets and pans and stuff like dude he's over sixty thousand followers now on, on instagram and that is all homegrown like just boots on the ground like you know just busting his ass just putting out content and uh and and he celebrated it the other day by you know making a cake that said like 60k on it or whatever and i'm like damn dude he's he's got more followers than than all, all of us, you yeah. know what I mean, and 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 he doesn't have a an outlet like a like a radio station to to you know help him with the, all this stuff. Which yeah. you also have to remember too, a lot of times, and as I was as you find out about how these things are reckoned, is the followers or the subscribers, like of the five million for Cody. Yeah, you have to. Are, are, are all those people seeing everything you put out all the time? Yeah. So think about the times, you know. So you may. You may be listed as a follower of a of a person, right? But you, because of algorithms or because of other things that you follow or follow more, you rarely see their content. Oh, like my algorithm, I'm I'm on Instagram because I'm not a huge TikToker, but my algorithm has me 
looking at so much content on these profiles that I do not follow. Like, you know, yeah, like I, I don't follow one Dachshund profile at all. On what? On TikTok on, or Instagram? On Instagram. But man, is You love my... the Dachshunds. Dude, listen, <laughs> they just started showing up on my feed last week. And now it's like every third video or picture is that of a Dachshund. Oh, if you if you linger on the picture of the uh-huh. video for a little bit, it picks up on that. Preston, uh-huh. I watched, I told you the other day, I watched one YouTube video about the Hee Haw Honeys, <laughs> which were, they, you remember the show Hee Haw? They had these scantily clad uh, hee-haw honeys. I've got so much hee-haw stuff coming through. It's ridiculous. It's overwhelming, too. I mean, like, Casey, your point, if you're not on it, with Cast Iron Kyle, for example, he worked at it, but that also requires a lot of time and effort to do it all the time, and that's how you build it. And if you you stray away from it for a little while, unless you're already uber popular, people then stop watching it only because you're not posting stuff all the time. It'll take a hit, and that's why you see people living virtually in a constant state of content production. And then you have people who give those people a hard time. You're always on your phone or you're always on social (laughs) media, but it's like, that's part of their job. Uh, Case, back to the, like the algorithm. So mine is now memes or, or just like sayings all having to do with alcohol. Oh man. I I don't, I love tequila is a, a, an account I don't follow, but I literally (laughs) see everything they post and I'm like, Oh my God, that's so funny. And I like every single one. I know what you mean. I mean, you watch one, Double penetration video, uh, and yeah. you've got nothing but nothing but, and that's it. And uh-huh. it's just, I, I just was curious, you know. Yeah, and that's, that's it. That's not by intent. And those bookmarks that your wife might come across are simply accidental. Marissa, I have a confession, guys. Um, I had hoped by my fortieth birthday that I would have forty thousand Instagram followers, and I am so damn close. All right, let's do uh, it. It's you not, failed. I failed. You failed. I failed. And you, you went ahead by when? Because I spend so much time birthday. on the President Steve account that I don't get to spend. Hey, my own How many do you have right now? Like thirty nine point two. Well, Preston just threw out the offer to, to let's we're hitting it. Well, give us your. Uh... It's just at Marissa Magnata. Oh, by the way, Maris, yeah. we are we are five thousand short on the Preston and Steve show account of one hundred thousand. That is huge. Yeah, so. Okay. All right, can we get to mine first and then the uh, Do Marissa first. <laughs> do Marissa first. Marissa McDonough, one, one R, one S. And then uh, Preston and Steve show is all uh, one word. And so, yeah, follow both of them and on I, Instagram. I'd I, love to get 100,000. That'd be amazing. I am so close to 100,000 personally as well. So if you guys want to go to mine, I'm only 60,000 away or something okay. like that. Okay, we can, can, uh, yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. work on that too. Follow yeah, the Preston and Steve account and I'll link to everybody's account. Follow us all. It's good content. It's good content individually. Yeah. Casey, yours and is- I won't overdo it. I just post <laughs> yeah. once every three months. I do a lot of charity I, stuff. I'm really boring. Uh, I hate that I actually care about how many views and likes I get. Like, That's I why I stopped doing it. I yeah. know. I know. I, I, I hate that I do, but like I do. And Maybe uh, at some point in your life you won't. I'm hoping that well, I, uh, when I retire that that will be the day. <laughs> I agree. I, it's a professional tool for all of us yeah. right now, too. I mean, we use it all the time, and um, th- we get content out of it. We get guests out of it. Uh, we, we get interesting conversations out of it. So I think that it's important for us to be on it, Casey, and, but I agree with you. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of wild when you get like an invite on uh, an email about an invite on LinkedIn, and I'm like, oh, that's My brother right. uses LinkedIn. I still have that. All well, the time. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, he works in a, a very different industry yeah, than we yeah. do, and, and so for him, it's 
that's really important. I'll post something and then I'm like uh, incessantly checking uh-huh. uh, to see the likes, who commented, how many in it. And you feel and bad. I kept doing you? that and then, yes, and that's why I backed way yeah. off because I didn't like that part of me. Oh, you, you, you know what? You, you cannot help but start to judge your worth by yeah. what others. Yeah. And, no, and yeah. it's, it's just like, the, oh, it's, high yeah. school's back. Right. Ain't and that fun? And you're like, wait, hang on. That was pretty decent content. Why, why not? This, it why wasn't. Why getting any eyes? <laughs> I came to Marissa. I'm yeah. like, I posted something awesome. Yeah. Well, why? And she's like, well. She it started. didn't have a trending song. You need these things. I don't do that stuff. Post it at this right. time. I posted a I dumb refuse. thing. of was me just recording Rocky scene from Rocky oh, yeah. 5. And me uh-huh. just. And that. That just took off. Yeah. But Marissa also explained something to me maybe a month or two months ago. Something like that. Where no. I. Post- means no. Well, no, I posted a video <laughs> with my own personal... Yeah, that too. No, we learned that a long time ago. My own personal uh, audio that I used, and she's like, yeah, but you didn't use the, the uh, Instagram audio. So... I went back and reposted the video, muted my audio, brought the Instagram audio Did up. it make a difference? Huge difference. Oh, like, really? immediately. So you're posting the music that they're trying to push out there. Uh-huh. And if you use it, they, they, they will then lift the thumb off the scale mm-hmm. and actually help promote your video. Like yeah, yeah, but their music sucks. That's the problem. Yeah. And it sucks because so so you're talking to this guy, Cody, who, you know, is a, you know, pretty much self-made and... Like it's so great, the wild west of, of yeah. social media, and it's like, oh well, you, you know, you you don't need publicists and agents to get you out there. Like, you know, you could just do it on your own merit. But actually, no, Casey, you know what exists now? Mm-hmm. Publicists and people for social media. Yeah, sure. it's exactly what happens because yeah. it becomes such such a morass of crap to negotiate yeah. and navigate. That exactly what you just said. You now there are people who are paid to help you do it. Marissa is, is and you know uh, uh, everybody here, uh, uh, Gina, Gina and everybody. Yeah. They're 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 all you know juggling fifty thousand things, trying to keep the the uh, you know our, our our impressions and and people checking out the various social media active, and it's a lot of work. Yeah, agreed. All right, and uh, anyhow, Cody's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight. If you would like to uh, check him out, but that dude's figured it out and he's doing great. All right, we're going to take a break. I'm going to give away a $50 gift card to Pick a Lillian. Pick a Lily is here with us. And in fact, mm. they brought Lily, a, Lily, Lily, legs, Lily, They brought Lily. a specially made product inspired by the Preston and Steve show. It is called the Ponut. Whoa. <laughs> I uh, sampled a little. It's Friggin' awesome. Pulled pork filled donuts <laughs> uh, available this weekend only. So you need yeah. to try the pony. It's actually like a beignet. Yeah. Uh, with pulled pork and uh, pickle on top. And uh, it's it's got to the um, uh, the barbecue sauce uh, drizzled on it. You can put uh, coleslaw on it too. Sort of like a secret menu item. Yeah. If you know it, you know it. So let's take call number 20 and we'll give you a $50 gift card to Pick a Lily. And you can visit pickalily.com, which is spelled P I C A L I. L-I-L-L-I, and see their full menu of game day favorites that include their award-winning wings, pulled pork, and amazing weekly food and drink specials. So like I said, call number 20-215-263-WMMR. We'll hook you up. We are in the love songs of the Back to School A to Z, and we will continue that on because there's at least a dozen, maybe more songs to start with love. We'll be back. Are you ready for love? In just a moment, so stay with us. Who's playing where? When? 
Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoopin' and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to have a couple of guests joining us uh, during this segment from 6ABC. So when they arrive, we will chat with them. But in the meantime, there's a couple of other things that we can uh, kind of go over. I uh, and, and this is no surprise, but I would like to see uh, footage of this after the whole Burning Man yes. thing happened in the rain and the mud and muck and all of that. Uh, apparently, there are... Loads of stuck vehicles that are still there. Uh, no doubt. Trash all along the path uh, between the festival and Reno. So apparently, part part of the one of the main principles of the festival is leave no trace. Leave it clean. Uh, yeah, and right. that's, that's their edict. A very admirable thing to do. But in this situation, <laughs> uh, extenuating circumstances. It's been modified to F it. Yes, yeah. screw this. When we were at uh, Woodstock 99, it wasn't muddy, but it was a mess. And we ended up leaving an entire tent. We just left it there because there was a... Well, the same same situation, right? Yeah, yeah. well, there was a, there ended up, uh, before the riots, there was a giant, like, trash slash food fight over our campground. And at one point, I think I told you guys this on the air, but, like, there was a bag coming towards my face. And, I mean, it was pretty cool what I did. I ended up, like, kind of capturing the bag with one finger and then whipping it. Uh, but little did I know that there was poop in that oh bag. Oh, my God. And it went all over the tent, oh. the outside of the tent. Right. And so you're not like, going to take it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to wrap this thing up and take it home with me. Wow. So do they give an idea as to how much has been left out there? Not, uh, no, there aren't any quantitative, you know, co- quotes or anything like that. The The sheriff of the area uh, said this year is a little different in that there are numerous vehicles strewn all throughout the playa for several miles. Uh, rain on the festival grounds created, of course, horrible mud that trapped bikes and cars like. So it's just like bikes. Yeah. That are just sitting there stuck in the mud. I wonder how long. Well, and then you have the converse situation where as everything dries up, it's going to get locked in there like cement. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So uh, they said, by the way, uh, one of the insiders, a veteran festival goer said, so for those people who left trash behind, he said, those aren't real burners. (laughs) They probably shouldn't be out here anyway. I just think they did. Listen, it was like some stuff got so caked with all that muck that you had no choice but to abandon. And ship, you saw the, the picture of Pierre's boots. 
But they were saying also that they told people not to go anywhere. Right. And that it was the people that tried to go somewhere that ended up uh, getting stuck. And, you know, so they kind of maybe, you know, it was their own fault. Yes. I don't really know. Uh, but anyhow. All right. So just wanted to pass that along because I thought that was kind of interesting. Our guests have arrived. Yay. And uh, yes, they've made it. Hang on. Let me turn these mics on. That's uh, because there's some new programming happening at 6 ABC. Uh, there is a new 10 a.m. newscast. And it starts on Monday. And we are very happy to welcome two people to our studio. One is a very old friend of ours. And another one we're meeting in person for the first time. <laughs> Please give some love to Alicia Vitarelli and Eliana Gomez. Yeah. Hello. Having us and nice to meet you. Our pleasure. Nice to meet you yeah. too. And, and hello, old friend. Hello, Alicia. <laughs> How you doing? I want to ask a question right out of the gate here. That you guys, do you have somebody who's doing wardrobe, kind of color coordinating, yeah. all the stuff? You, you, you guys just sync up and all the promotional stuff. I'm like. This is not happenstance that they're ending up looking this way. Uh, Mike Monsell joined me us in the uh, studio, and <laughs> yeah. he actually helped create the vision behind this. But the truth is, Steve, go bright or go home. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you okay. know that was where and we, we do have our... walked in and said, you know, we want our we wanted this to be colorful. Yeah, we are all very colorful personalities and spirits, so we just thought that was fitting. But we also have our girl Ruth who helps us out as well, mm-hmm. and okay. trying to color coordinate and things like that. But on a normal day, when we're doing a normal newscast, we are not color coordinating by any means. Actually, we walk in and we're like, oh, we have the same dress so now we have to have a backup dress i guess there was it's one true day when you were all wearing the same color <laughs> you know, somebody posted a picture and i was like yeah. they all came in forget what, i think it was either green or blue was it like brenda and kelly at the prom well the concept for this is pretty cool i mean it's it, i think it's all i'm not that you know it's it can it's absolutely fine all female staffed you know, it's all you taking over for 10 o'clock and it's it looks like it's going to be lifestyle and news and all of that so with with a somewhat a newsy but a still a little bit lighter approach right yeah. a good and healthy mix okay yes. and we're making history for 6 abc which i think is the most exciting thing for all of us it's not above us to realize you know just the the task that we've been given the honor mm-hmm. to do this we, i think we all feel feel really excited but we feel really blessed i mean i can't here, I first met you guys. I was almost what, twelve years ago. Yeah, I came yeah, here yeah. to start like right when you started, yeah. four o'clock. And yeah. so, um, for me, I, you know, I've done this before, like with a, with a team that has become my family, and and to start a newscast, and now I get to do this again with um, women who are like my sisters. So it's yeah. it's really, I mean, it means so much. I think we just we want to connect with the community. We want it to feel real and authentic, but we also want it to feel like your besties. Yeah, you, know? you get that feeling. You do, you do get a familial. It's one of the things I like about the collection that you guys have over there. Everyone has a very, it's an authentic, it doesn't feel like it anyone's is. saying anything through gritted teeth. We're all real, authentic women, just kind of giving you exactly what we're doing. I mean, we're experiencing the same things that other women are experiencing in their everyday lives. Right. You know, juggling careers, demanding careers at that, right? Motherhood, um, ha- still trying to have a social life, still trying to be involved in your community, still trying to go to the PTA meetings. There's a lot, you know, yeah. but we're, we're all doing it and we're happy to be, you know, know on tv and having a platform like this to talk about these issues and share it with the community and other young cool. women i'll do respect to other tv stations and radio stations in philadelphia but i really think that uh six abc and mmr have a kindred spirit in the, in the familiar aspect of it because we've both been around for a long time uh and and when i watch you guys on six abc i feel like i'm a part of your family and i'm oh. not but i feel like it and <laughs> that's that takes um a, a genuine approach to what you guys do if you fake it people in philadelphia smell it immediately mm-hmm. 
and unleash a thousand I'm sure, percent. Yeah. And oh call my it out God. real quick. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing. If we, people care about you and, and everyone on your show the same way they care about us because we have given them the real deal, yeah. right? We have shared our real lives and we do it knowing that it's going to come with, you know, the love and it's also going to come with the criticism, but it's, it's the real thing. And it's six ABC. It is legit a real family. And I think that's the secret sauce to what we do because, you know, we had, we go to each other's kids' birthday parties. <laughs> when, when I was pregnant, um, I was texting the women in the middle of the night. It's, it's a real family there. Not just a sisterhood, but like a legit full family. Yeah. Like, like that comes with all the, you know, Alicia and Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia and Adam bring, you know, bags of clothes for my daughter that their daughters Aww. have grown Aww. out of. And my daughter gets so excited every time I bring a bag home. She's like, yay, what's in here? Jewelry? Like, it's just, you know, we all we all really love each other and support each other. Now, like I said, Alicia, we, we started doing stuff together from almost day one when mm-hmm. she began. But, uh, Aliana, how long have you now been a member at, at 6ABC of the a family? A little over though? 18 months. Okay. Yeah. And where, what's your, because I'd like to know your background and everything. We don't know a whole lot about you. So, okay. So, let me introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually from the Philadelphia area. I was born in Philly. I grew up in Collingswood, New Jersey. Okay. Shout out to South Jersey. Um, did you go to Collingswood High? I sure did. That's where our uh, assistant program director, oh, Chuck D'Amico, Chuck. went to high school. Hey! <laughs> that, hey, that last name sounds very familiar, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we have some connection along the no way. Doubt. But yeah, um, I after high school, I went to college in Maryland and just traveled all over the United States in this career, in this industry, and moved back 18 months it ago. Is. Grew up watching 6ABC, wanted to come back here. That was, I was going to ask if that was part of the goal yeah. to get back here. So. Oh, it's always important part of the goal. I'm like, I want to go back to Philly. I want to go back home. I want to, you know, do what I do on TV in front of the, my community, my people, you mm-hmm. know, in Philadelphia. It's wild how many people have done that. I've done that trajectory yeah. who leave oh, yeah. and come back. There's yep. a lot. One of our former interns is a now a, a oh, reporter yeah. for you guys as well. So um, it, it's uh, it's very cool that, that you do have that return, mm-hmm. you know, and that they foster that so that people who are giving you the news are from the area. Brianna, right? Brianna. Brianna. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Yes. Yes. Do you know I never knew that? Brianna Gallagher. I never knew that either. When she popped up, we were all like, oh my God, we know her. Yes. She just had a baby. Yeah. This is my favorite fun fact about her now. And we we asked if she could come back on our show, and Mike Monsell said, I don't think that's a good idea right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, give her some time, but I'm sure she'd love to come back. Everyone sort of chuckles and says, we'll ask Mike. Uh, (laughs) Besides you two, uh, Nidhi Han and uh, Karen Rogers are going to be a part. Of, the, of this whole lineup. Now, Karen, I watch her on the All 4 day. o'clock. Uh, in the 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She works an insane amount of hours. Yeah. And she's going to be doing this, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. Um, for, I mean, I know this is a lot for her, but personally and selfishly, I'm so happy to be reunited with Karen because we did FYI Philly for 10 years yeah. together. Yeah. And then, you know, when she stepped into uh, this, you know, role in the morning show, this more expanded role, mm-hmm. you know, she stepped back a little bit from FYI Philly. So we've, I've, it's almost like like, you know, when like twins get separated and then we like, we, I've missed her so much and we've really grown so close over the years. And, and she's, yeah. I mean, she is literally the bright light that everybody, and you know this, that she everybody is. knows that she is and feels on TV. And Nydia is, um, I mean, Nydia is a force. She's tenacious. Yeah. She does yes. that, that, that consumer advocacy stuff mm-hmm. and she's, she's, she will definitely never give up and gets great results. Yeah. Right. Get it done. Yeah. Yeah, they're both, I mean, just a wonderful group of women. We're all excited to be working together. You know, I've filled in on the morning show with Karen, and she's just such a beautiful, bright light. And getting to know Nydia.
media now on this level. It's just been amazing. So uh, you mentioned FYI Philly. Will you guys be doing segments kind of like that? Yes. Lifestyle, going out and experiencing some stuff? I mean, I think it'll it'll be like that and we'll work, you know, in tandem. I'll be able to, you know, still keep my my hosting, you know, duties at FYI Philly and then also like kind of blend some of that in. But beyond that, and we keep saying this, it's like when you text like your best friends and say, did you try this? What is this? Or this is the best thing that I found. And so we will go out there and and it's going to be local. It's all local. That's what we love. That's that's like our that's our heart and soul and go out there and find the things we want to hear from viewers. Like what's the best thing that you did or, you know, what should we should we try this or so we get suggestions from people. Yeah, I'm curious about, and I'm, I'm sure it's the case because, you know, we see your presentation uh, on the screen. Um, but I'm curious what it's like behind the scenes when you guys are finding out the news before you have a chance to present it, like uh, the escaped convict climbing up the wall. Uh, did you guys go, dude, did you see guy over here? <laughs> did you see that climbing the wall thing? Or is Spider-Man? It... Yeah. 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 You guys have to, have, like us, have those conversations off air like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy did that. And then, of course, you come on and present it in a professional manner. We're the, kind of the filter, right, yeah. for, for the public. We kind of see the things that you don't want to see. We read the the details and the, you know, the police files and documents that you don't want to read. And we kind of filter all that out so that the public doesn't have to hear all that. Right. But it's, yeah. it's crazy. That video is nuts. But we're still human. So yeah. this show will, will um, loosen up just a little bit from what we're used to. Like, it's action news at the core. Yeah. But it'll loosen up in a little bit where we we can probably be like, okay, wow. No, it's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. That, <laughs> like you guys. That, that sort of midday sort of thing is good and you extend the brand you know because obviously you're lost for a little bit with the gma so we you know and there's that chunk and then you come back it's very cool so yeah. uh alicia on a, a personal note how's your family doing and everything we're doing great my daughter just started fourth grade oh which uh, makes me feel old but i feel like i remember being in this studio talking about a parade when i was pregnant and yeah. everyone always says that yeah. you know because when i started i was at the big board turning you know turning constantly and so every person in philly is always like i remember when you were pregnant i was like guess what she's nine i remember <laughs> So, uh, having you in when you were pregnant, and then recently after you had had the baby, and your your um your mood had changed quite a bit. You know, like you were all excited and happy, and and not to say that you weren't after you had the baby, but then reality. What happened in. to me? What well, what happened is you had a newborn. You were like, yeah, right. oh, this is hard. It is, isn't it though? Uh-huh. It is hard. But you know what's what, yeah? I mean, it's we're 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 doing great. I mean, Philly has um you know our Philly girl is so entrenched in her city and. Uh, you know, we we talked we've talked about this. Uh, my husband is from New York City, and he's Staten still, Island, right? Yes, 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 and he still you know tries to well still roots for the home teams. But I have explained to him in great br- detail that, that this is she is a fil- yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that Eagles fight song is, is prevalent. Pa- pastry chef. <laughs> Wasn't he? Was no, that's Tam's husband. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Tamla's husband. Okay. Yeah. No, he's, what, what in is, the, he's in the industry. He yeah. He is in the industry, mm-hmm. right? What does he do? He is, uh, he works for NBC 10. NBC 10? Oh, no yes. Yeah, he's the director of my, news it's operations. It's been so long since I've seen you at that time. Yeah, we're a news family. We're news, we're news, he was my cameraman when we first met. Wow. And the lighting was amazing. Yeah. Happily ever after. So he's a New York fan and he works for a competing television station and you guys stay together? What? Well, we're both from, we're both from New York City. But we're, but I 
went to Villanova. We've we've right. got over this. We thing. know this. Yeah. And Thirteen years in October, we'll be here. And yeah. So um, you, you've got your, uh, your bona fides, as they say. So you're all good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and again, like our our you know Aren't we are, we're raising like a Philly girl who hopefully will one day grow up to be like Aliana and, and be like this is my you know she's wa- my kid watches oh. six ABC the way Aliana does. So it. you basically says she's Aliana is like a daughter to you. Is what no. When I first met Aliana, um, I, I we just instantly clicked, and so when this show came together, and we, you know, the the, the pegs came in, and we 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 looked at, you know, we looked across the four of us, and I, it just felt so natural and so right. And we've been rehearsing this week, and the weird, and sorry, I get like chills when I talk I about know. this, but like the first time we sat together with this rundown that was created for us by our, by our amazing female um, executive producer and producer Caroline Hayden and Jessica Gonzalez have worked so hard on this and then we sat there and brought their vision to life which is probably how I don't know like Steven Spielberg feels when he does a film but uh, when we sat there it felt like we had always been there and that is the thing that I think is so special about what we're doing because you know we Aliana and I are anchoring together for the first time okay Um, I was gonna ask what what the roles are so you you two are gonna be the anchors yes and the third anchor Nidia Han with us was three anchors Mm -hmm. and Karen um, doing the weather but also joining us in the conversations you know the it's the real deal combos. A lot of people don't realize you, you will do dry runs. You, 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 you will do, right? You have to do kind of the layout and how you're going to progress. I mean, there's rehearsing. You're, yeah. you're sort of a, obviously, you, you. this is what you guys do, so blocking and all that stuff is sort of second nature, but you have to get the vibe of the show down uh, and, and it feels comfortable and you're... But the second the cameras switch on uh, the premiere, is, is there going to be uh, butterflies or are you going to have... Uh, Ooh, we, we were got just this. talking about this. Yeah. So I was expressing to Alicia yesterday, and by the way, Alicia is 100% correct. We've only anchored together twice, but mm. for whatever reason, we just have this natural connection. It's love at first sight. Yeah, um, truly. But it, I was just telling her yesterday, I was like, I feel a little nervous. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. And I've, you know, I've been in, uh, I've moved from city to city. I remember when I got my first you know, main anchor job in Seattle. I, I was a little nervous, but I'm like, I feel a little nervous, and I think that's natural. It's like a, it's like a good, healthy anxiety. Yes. but we're gonna kill it. Yeah, we're, right. we're confident. We're gonna and do. Well. I we're feel totally calm, which yes. is so interesting for me. You know, like we just cause, because when we sat there and it just kind of, I don't know, it just like the the vibe in the room felt really good, and it just felt like so. So not like meant to yeah, be. Just, like, you're you're yeah. in a good state. You're yeah. calm, just like Fredo was when we went out on the boat fishing. <laughs> <laughs> you love a Godfather reference. <laughs> um, so you're getting clothes from the uh, the other ladies for your daughter, correct? <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Uh, when does the used drum set from Matt O'Donnell come uh, over? Oh, <laughs> listen, we need to take some lessons. Matt O'Donnell doesn't he do a great he, job? He kills it. Yeah. He's all right. He slays. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him Preston said that. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's awesome. He's the man. Uh, so it begins on uh, the 11th. You guys are set to go. Uh, 10 a.m. And this is going to be replacing the Tamron Hall show. So that's going to move to another di- time in the day. 2 p.m. Right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, wow, it's exciting stuff, man. A big change in the lineup. I know. Yeah. And you know, it's um, honestly, our bosses just had this idea for us that just felt, you know, like something that they, they've wanted to do. And then just, you know, the universe like opened this spot. And I and think it's awesome. I think it's awesome, yeah. I mean, and you guys do a great job. And again, as, as Nick pointed out, and everyone's been saying it, there's a familial aspect to what you do for us as the consumer, so to speak, of the audience. And so it's it's a welcome addition. What yeah. do you guys want to see? This is yeah. a show for everybody. Like, we're four women, it's but it's just a show for everyone. A pillow fight wouldn't hurt. Oh, a pillow fight. 
Uh, more day drinking, I think, would be nice. I, that's uh, what I yeah, said. Right? Can we get some champagne on the I desk? I know. Oh champagne, uh, glasses. Mimosas. Yes. Right. right. <laughs> morning drinks. And I mean, we're not going to go crazy. That's but, what they used you know. to do in the, you know, back in the day, they all, mm-hmm. some of the anchors had bottles of liquor, I suppose. This one I heard, at least in California. <laughs> not here in Philadelphia. No, no, no. But they, they would take a down. shot before the show. Sure, yeah. Anybody heard from uh, Jim Gardner, how he's doing in, uh, in retirement? Or is he just kind of... His podcast. He's, he's, yeah, he's podcasting, so he's still yeah. comes in Aww. and my desk in the newsroom i know this is going to sound but you, you get me yeah. so my desk in the newsroom is jim's old newsroom desk wow. I, wait wow. i know i know yeah. and so i was cleaning it uh but to move my stuff in and i found this whole stack of of artifacts like old newspaper clippings <gasps> he missed it because there was like um i don't know like a, something on top of it okay so i i i picked them up and i just had this i was like this is it. This is the good juju. Yeah. yeah. We're good, you know, because the blessing from Jim is like our, yeah. you know. It's a papal blessing, yeah. yeah. It, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you can't do better than that. Well, the other thing about Jim, too, is obviously he's you know one of the greatest anchors this city has ever seen, but he's been at it for so long that he becomes this uh, sort of de facto historian, right? And you learn so much about, like, what the newscasts were like, but also what Philly was like in whatever year. Um, is there a resident historian at 6ABC now? Is there somebody you can turn to and say, you know what, this guy was here then, you know, producer behind the scenes on air whatever it's got to be deuces right mm-hmm. <laughs> well deuces i guess it, i guess it could be rick williams yeah right? yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah true yeah and also we have a lot of executive producers who like jim gardner like rick have yeah. put decades in mm-hmm. right i mean you can't have too where... many executive producers <laughs> <laughs> they this is a place where people come and they it's like they move in and then they and they stay right. which right. i think mm-hmm. is so rare in this business and I think the other thing that's so rare um, and I, I will say this to anybody who will listen I any time I get up to speak anywhere I talk about this the the way women are together and work together and truly care about each other at this station is unlike anywhere I've yeah. ever been I'm sure Aliana this industry is hard and it's it gets cutthroat. it can get crazy it's there's legendary um, stories of cutthroat behavior and yeah. so on and so forth but again you can't fake it and it's clear you guys yeah. all get along and it's part yeah. of one of the joys of watching what you guys do so we're very excited for this oh yeah, yeah. thank you and we're thrilled people staying a long time speaks to the kind of the health of the newsroom right it's not a toxic environment I mean, right. I've worked in five other news stations, and Alicia's right. There are women who are not rooting for you, who mm. work next to you, and they're yeah. like, you are my competition. Mm-hmm. I do not like you. We're not friends. Yeah. And that the way is Kathy not feels about Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and that is not the vibe at 6ABC. No. It's so refreshing. That's when why we I, drink so much. When I first started working here, and I've probably told you the story, Lisa Thomas-Laurie crossed the entire newsroom, and she was like, welcome, reached her arm out, <laughs> pulled me in. And so oh, that's that's the onus of... of of us, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. when Aliana started that, I learned carrying it on. You no, know, yeah, you have it to. Forward, she no. started, and then when when the next person comes, mm-hmm. she'll do the same. So it's, yeah. you know, yeah. do either of you guys watch uh, the morning show on Apple TV Plus? Because it that seems to me like it. it it's a fictionalized version of things that actually happen. And do any of those things ring true if, if you've seen the show? I would say so. I, I think I saw a few episodes of the show and I felt like it was one of the more accurate depictions of a morning show that I've seen on the big screen, yeah. right? Or in a television series. It is accurate in the way of like the urgency and the chaos <laughs> and at times the egos, although we don't have them here at 6 right. but the egos do exist. Yeah. 
There you wow. go. And, and yeah, we know they were in the news at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, good luck on the next chapter. This is really Thank cool. You. So it starts Thank on you. Monday. 10 a.m. is when you will uh, catch the newest newscast on CBC. Yep. And uh, not only stars uh, Karen Rogers and Nitty Gahan, but the two ladies in here, Alicia Vitarelli and Elena. Aliana. Aliana. I always, I know the name, but it's spelled so funky. A-L-Y-A-N-A. Aliana Gomez. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Wonderful to see you. Good luck with everything. We love you. We love you always. Thank you. guys. And with that, we're going to continue to love because we do have nothing but love songs. Yes. Back to school A to Z. So we're going to take a break and we'll come back in just a moment as we roll with that. Stay put. Tonight from 7 to 9, Nick McElwain from the Preston and Steve Show rocks the grog at 863 West Lancaster Avenue in Bryn Mawr with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy $3 Bud Light drafts during the football game. Join Brent Porsche tonight from 8 to 10 at Club Risque Philly, 1700 South Christopher Columbus Boulevard for an MMRBQ ticket rate. A pair of tickets will be given away every 15 minutes. Steve, you mentioned the uh, the new Stone song. Uh, Nick, you're a huge fan of uh, Sydney Sweeney. Did you see the outfit she was wearing in the video yeah, for that song? I did. And uh, you know what's kind of pathetic, Preston, is that I noticed Mick Jagger's outfit more because um, <laughs> he is, I believe, uh, at a 1 minute and 40 seconds of this video wearing an Eagles jersey. I did not know that. Hang yeah. on. I need to see that for myself. Is because it, it's just not pull up new, the video. Yeah, it's not a new photo. It's from, I think, 1981, the tour. Yeah, um, they're using all videos. Vintage yeah. um, video material. And, it's great. It looks and so they've, good. They've doctored it to where it looks like they're singing the lyrics to this. Hold on, I need to look at her butt for a second. I know. Uh, she's wearing these chaps. She's wearing these these very barely laced together chaps, and her hiney is quite firmly represented. She looks sensational. She looks like a classic rock chick, and she's doing the full, you know, uh, uh, gyrating on the car thing. But the actual, even the billboards and the oh, animation oh. of the... Uh, so, um, in, yeah, in 1981... Um, apparently Mick spent a lot of time wearing this Eagles jersey. And so listener Mike pointed out to me uh, that this was the case. And I was uh, scrolling through the video and it, you can't quite tell that it's an Eagles jersey. Uh, but if you pause it at one minute and 40 seconds, you can see what uh, listener Mike was talking about okay. and him wearing this Eagles jersey. Do you know what's awesome is that this is this is The Stones releasing a new really good song the in, in a classic style using the classic um, hot girl on the car gyrating, you know, trope yeah. and making it all work using the you know the, the the billboards and everything it's well, it's a home run and they were smart to do taking the the old footage and and use it because it's not great watching new music from you know what I mean I, they're, they're in their eighties and and everything and and that's wonderful that they're still thriving but visually yeah, yeah. to capture your eye taking the old footage of them as a younger version of the Rolling Stones uh, and and yet making it look as if they're singing the current song, I think that's pretty genius. It is cool, and it also gives you an appreciation of how long they've been oh. at this and still doing it. Yeah, the music is still, yeah. it's it's great, so that's awesome. All right, um, we have Bizarre File. Let's do it. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre. Bizarre. 
Brought to you this morning by J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Got junk and want it gone? Then you want J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Veteran and military family owned and operated. You can visit J-Dog Junk Removal RDSC.com. That's J-Dog Junk Removal RDSC.com. Here's a story out of Florida. A Lakeland man was arrested and accused of pelting several Walgreens employees with Snickers candy bars no! during an early morning confrontation. Do Snickers have nuts, yes? Yes. And that that, that could hurt. Weight. That yep. could hurt. Uh, arrest documents allege a highly toxic, intoxicated 23-year-old... What if you're allergic? Noy Idol became uh, agitated... And his name is Noy, N-O-Y, Noy. Uh, he became agitated when employees at the Clearwater Walgreens refused to sell him a box of cigarettes, citing store policy. Angered by the refusal, Idol allegedly became irate and threw Snickers bars at the store's manager, hitting them in the face. Another store employee rushed over to help and ordered Idol to leave the store. If you wanted to inflict harm with a candy bar, which would you use? I'd probably Ooh. do a baby roof. A baby roof? Because those those peanuts kind of stick, stick out. out. Uh, or a payday where they're not even covered with chocolate. What about right. Chunky? Chunky has the sharp edge. It's like a puck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So that's pretty. That's a pretty good one too. You could really hurl that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so angered by the refusal, I already said that part. In response, Idol threw several Snickers bars at the employees, striking them in the chest. Idol later Ow! told police that he didn't mean to throw the candy directly at the employees, but surveillance footage showed that Idol was very intentional where he directed the Snickers bars. Mm-hmm. He was arrested and charged with battery, and his bond was set at $500. <laughs> A man died after being stung by an angry swarm of bees when he was working on a farm in the state of Alto Paranabe, Brazil, on Sunday. He was rushed to a municipal emergency room by a fellow farm worker, and he was found unconscious, uh, but passed away from the effects of the stings on Monday. A similar incident occurred last month in the Brazilian state of Sao Paulo, while a farm worker was hospitalized after receiving more than a thousand bee stings. Apparently he spoke English. And another uh, when six people, including an eight-year-old girl, were killed in Nicaragua in May after their bus disturbed a swarm of killer Africanized bees. So were these underground or were they in a a tree? It didn't say. Being stung by a single bee, by the way, usually results in painful welt with itchiness and slight swelling. But if you are allergic or stung multiple times, uh, this may lead to a much more serious or often deadly reaction. And here's what I didn't know. Uh, There's an interesting little factoid from the story. More than... 10 bee stings per pound of body weight is usually the limit for a person's survival. Right. With the average adult being able to handle a maximum of around 1,100 stings. I I will always top it off around 900 just to leave a buffer. Uh, The man who was swarmed was allergic to bee stings, by the way. Here's another story out of Lakeland, Florida. I just had one. A deputy sheriff has resigned after being arrested for driving more than 100 miles per hour near Lakeland. Deputies clocked 22-year-old Jacob Kite driving on U.S. Highway 98 at 105 in a 60-mile-an-hour speed zone. Other, other deputies reportedly clocked his car, a Subaru Impreza, going even faster as they try to catch up to it, ultimately reaching 130 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone. So he was off the clock. 
clock at this time. He was off the clock. No, oh, maybe, but maybe he was going after the Snickers guy. Yeah. I don't know. Deputies, I just got a call about a Snickers thing. Deputies say they tried to get him to pull over using their emergency lights and siren, but he wouldn't stop and ran through a stop sign as he veered onto the highway, damaging the Impreza's front tires as he hit a concrete medium. He should have used the Gary Busey defense and claimed he was pregnant. Or, or no, he was uh, personal. <laughs> uh, deputies then uh, pursued Kite on the highway, uh, and they say that he aggressively swerved toward one of the patrol cars. That, that's, that's all bad. After several attempts chasing down, one of the deputies successfully pushed his car in a 180-degree turn, disabling the car and causing him to stop. According to the statement, he initially refused to get out of his car, appeared to be impaired and intoxicated. Uh, they charged him with a whole bunch of stuff. You guys just passed the test. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were just testing oh. them. Exactly. exactly. Let's see how you would respond to a high-speed chase and you checked every box. Well, Couldn't be prouder, you guys. All right, listen to this. A surgical tool the size of a dinner plate was found inside of a woman's abdomen oh, 18 months after her baby was delivered by cesarean section. What? Uh, the, no, this, cu- no cutlery? This was in uh, New Zealand. Uh, a... An Alexis retractor, or AWR, which can measure 17 centimeters or 6 inches in diameter, was left inside the mother's body following the birth of her baby at Auckland City Hospital in 2020. Doesn't, like, the doctor or the staff go, like, where did that go? Where did that plate go? You know what? We'll grab another one. Where did that plate, that serving dish go? Uh, The AWR is a retractable cylindrical device with a translucent film used to draw back the edges of a wound during surgery. Impressive. There was a fully intact open-faced roast beef sandwich on the plate. Oh, my God. Yeah. Somebody didn't finish their lunch. No. Oh, man. Uh, the woman suffered months of chronic pain and went for several checkups to find out what was wrong, including x-rays that uh, showed no signs of the device. Could be this. You got to dish up your pooper. Uh, the pain got so severe that she visited the hospital's emergency department and the device was discovered on an abdominal abdominal CT scan and removed immediately in 2021. To Kathy's point, again, how do things this large... He looked just like, you know, it's, 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 it's the equivalent to shut off the lights when you leave. Do one last, you know, check on, on the, uh, the, the site, the body. Make sure you haven't left anything in there. Mm-hmm. Where's my tool case? Well, they're supposed to do an inventory. Right. Uh, at at yeah. the end. And, right. And make sure that everything mm. is back where it's supposed to be. So, Hacksaw. Uh, New Zealand's health commissioner found uh, Te Watuora, Auckland, the Auckland District Health Board, in breach of the code of patient rights, by the way, because they left that dinner-sized plate thing in there for 18 months. All right. Yeah. And there you go. That is what we have in the Bizarre File for you. Uh, pull up your dinner plate, though. Because I've got a $50 gift card for Piccadilly Inn to give away to you right now. Caller number 14 at 215-263-WMMR. Every Piccadilly Inn order comes with reheating instructions to ensure that your food is fresh, hot, and delicious, whether you pick it up on game day or schedule ahead of time. And try now the President's Chief Show-inspired Ponuts. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I tried a bit. It's insanely good. Have some ponuts. Yeah. Uh, pulled pork filled donuts. <laughs> and uh, they're not super duper sweet. They're no. like beignets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. don't let that freak you out. But it's available. They're available this weekend only. Get your ponuts now at Piccadilly Inn in Chamon, New Jersey. So call in number 14, 215-263-WMMR. The gift card is yours. We'll take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 
See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopingandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give away a lesson question prize if you answer the question correctly, which, by the way, the tickets are a chance to join Casey, Nick, and uh, Marissa for a special murder mystery event at the Red... It's actually called Red Room, but it's spelled Red uh, Rum. Uh, the Red Room yeah. Theater yeah. on uh, Wednesday, uh, courtesy of 20th Century Studios, a haunting in Venice. 21 and over event, you get uh, a dinner and a, and a drink, and you get movie passes, by the way, for the screening of the movie the night before. So it's Excellent. full package deal here. Here's all you have to do. Here's all, What you have to do is give me the answer to this. Why is it so far? Why is it not so far? Why is it so hard for Sophie Turner to fart? Ah. <laughs> 215263 WMMR. It's true. Why is it so hard for Sophie Turner to fart? That goes way back to the six o'clock hour. Spend a little bit of time on that. Let's yeah. see if you know what the answer is that is to that. Call now and we'll do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting, recruiting for an eczema study to test a topical medication. Ages two and older can register. Compensation may be available for time of travel. PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Whoopi Goldberg was noticeably missing during the season 27 premiere of The View. Co-host Joy Behar quickly addressed the situation on air, saying Whoopi had accidentally sliced open a vein while using her poop knife. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. 
Prince Harry revealing the cute response when he asked four-year-old son Prince Archie what he wanted to be when he grows up. Harry says the young royal thought for a moment as he watched uh, his parents on the Netflix series that they have and then answered, an orphan. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, PETA is pushing to have an honorary add-on sign for the late Bob Barker placed along Sunset Boulevard. Peter said, Peter says anywhere along the legendary street would be good, except for in front of Swifty Slaughter Your Own Porketerium. <laughs> that's your Hollywood track. All righty. We'll see if you know the answer to this. Why is it so hard for Sophie Turner to fart? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Let us go to Fran and see if we can get the Fran answer. Fran Hi, Fran. Good morning. Good morning to Side Alone Kong Kong. That's a good mix. It's like a mashup. Sometimes people take a twist and do something cool like that. All right, Fran, why is it so far hard for her Sophie Turner to fart? Because she has no butthole. Yeah. No butthole. And uh, since Fran got that right, we have a prize for him. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to join Casey, Nick, and Marissa for a special murder mystery event at Red Room Theater on Wednesday, September 13th, courtesy of 20th Century Studios, a haunting in Venice. 21 and over event includes complimentary buffet and free first drink, plus admission to the advanced screening of the film only in theaters on September 15th. Another chance to win is available at WMMR.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Sports and Social. Cheer on the birds just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social in Live Casino in Hotel Philly. Uh, Watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with halftime contests, Bud Lights, giveaways, memorabilia, and more. So after dropping a new single and video for Angry, the Rolling Stones announced that their album Hackney Diamonds will be out on October 20th. Uh, the 12 songs were recorded at various locations around the world, including Hensum Recording Studios in Los Angeles, Metropolis Studios in London, as well as Electric Ladyland Studios in New York. Uh, the news was shared by Mick, Keith, and Ronnie at a special event at the historic Hackney Empire in East London and was hosted by Jimmy Fallon. Is this supposed to be the new song? Yeah, this is angry. This is that sounds like a bad file. Like, this is really headache. weird. I don't like it. You guys kept talking about how much you loved it. I thought that sucked. Yeah. Uh, that's that's some weird. No one liked Budge, and I was like, is it, I thought it was my headphones. I thought it was a creative way to, like, a Pink Floyd sort of intro to the song. Yeah, I thought it might I think be it's a, a corrupted file. The beginning, so there's something wrong with that file. But uh, the song is good. It's it is good. straight-up rocker uh, from the gang. Uh, the video for Angry Stars, Emmy-nominated actress uh, Sydney Sweeney, we were talking about it earlier, and she's in uh, classic, you know, rock maven Clothing with the, she's wearing chaps and, yeah. and uh, she's writhing all over this car as it drives down, you know, Sunset Boulevard. Tony containing it out. Yeah, big time. Uh, we have a couple of clips to play. Yeah. Uh, Mick is speaking about how hard it was keeping the new album a secret. Do we have that over, Case? Uh, <laughs> what's today? Is today Thursday? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it is on its way over. If you guys want to 
Uh, no, there it is. Yeah. Uh, Mick, hard to see to keep a secret. Go down, roll oh, the new album. Uh, yep. Hard to keep. There it is. Here we go. We've been looking forward to it for a long time. It's been, we made the album, fin- I finished it in February. I mean, had to wait a long time for, for it to get all the bits and pieces together to, to put it out. Was it hard to keep it a secret? I'm surprised we managed to because I thought, you know, normally Ronnie talks to everyone about everything. <laughs> so I was really sad. Ronnie can't talk about this album. <laughs> Uh, then Keith chimes in and talks about the fact they have some guest musicians on the album, and he discusses that here. We have Stevie Wonder, um, there's Lady Gaga is on there. Sir Paul <laughs> as well. So, yeah. Okay, come on by, you know. And we had worked with Lady Gaga before, and we were on the road with Stevie Wonder in the 70s. So, I mean, all of them, uh, nothing new. And this is the first album without uh, Charlie Watts. Yeah. And so yeah. Ronnie Wood uh, talks a little bit about that. Charlie uh, gave Steve Jordan his blessing. He said, take Steve until I can be there. You know? I said, you're going to be there anyway, whatever happens. You know? And so when he did pass, even though we were shocked, we were prepared in a way because he handed the baton on to Steve Jordan. And, and uh, the spirit of Charlie lives on. You know? uh, Steve Jordan is a phenomenal drummer, by the way. Uh, played with just tons of people over the years. Stop and think about, again, that the, these guys, and, and I really just dug the song and the whole deal and, and uh, the nostalgic look of the uh, the billboard, as you said, Preston, they've yeah. presented in their various uh, stages throughout their lives as younger men and so on and so forth. But you have these guys at their age pairing with Paul McCartney at his age. Yeah. Still generating really viable music. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very impressive. So, new music from the Stones. Good stuff. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to play the song in its entirety. Uh, not just because we have a crop to file, but we're in the middle of the A to Z. Yeah. Um, although, And it's called Angry, and we would have... They, were they, released they missed it last o- week. They mm-hmm. missed an opportunity. Come on, man. We're uh, sorry. Listen to this. Bruce Springsteen has canceled all the remaining dates on his touring calendar for the month of September. Uh, with a statement on his social media saying he is suffering from peptic ulcer disease and has been advised by doctors to take the rest of the month off for treatment. My tummy hurts. It's too much to do in my underpants. The statement was followed by an apology and a promise to return. He said, over here on East Street, we're heartbroken to have uh, to postpone these shows. Uh, First, apologies to our fabulous Philly fans who we missed a few weeks ago. We'll be back to pick up these shows, up, pick these shows up, and then some. Uh, thank you for your understanding and support. We've been having a blast at our U.S. shows, and we're looking forward to more great times. We'll be back soon. And it was signed, "Love and God Bless All, Bruce." Kathy, so. have you seen Spring Spring Scene? I have. Yes. Okay. All right. Because I know you have made it a mission to not say. Um, I I'll go next time. Right. 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 Yes. Uh, and this is the exact reason. Stuff. Yeah. Like this. With health yeah. issues. Yeah. 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 Uh, a baby grand piano. It once belonged to Freddie Mercury, sold for over $2.2 million. It's off the visa auction uh, yesterday. Uh, bought in 1975 and imported to England from Japan, the Yamaha G2 was used by the Queen frontman to compose his seminal track, Bohemian Rhapsody, that same year. The instrument was among dozens of items to go under the hammer in the first of six auctions dedicated to the musician's private collection of some 1,400 possessions. And among them, uh, in the top lots, were a previously unseen early draft of Bohemian Rhapsody, complete with annotations suggesting that the song may have initially been titled Mongolian Rhapsody. 
Uh, that took in $1.74 million. The 59 lots at the auction, which fetched a total of 15.4 mil, included stage costumes, jewelry, and paintings from his extensive art collection. Other items ranged from historic silver sequined cat suits worn by uh, the News of the World tour wow. in the late 1970s to everyday items owned by the artists, such as a collection of chopsticks and a Sony D50 CD player. And also, they have a tape from when it was known as Mongolian Rhapsody Preston. <laughs> To the name, but yeah. different in tone. Different in tone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ended up. That's that part's the same. Shake it up, baby, now. Shake it up, baby. Mongolian <laughs> twist and shout. Mongolian twist and shout. Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby, now. Come on, Mongolians. So his uh, piano, by the way, uh, attracted the evening's biggest bid despite falling short of pre-auction estimates. Sotheby's had initially predicted that it would go from 2.5 mil to 3.8 million. Uh, the trove of possessions has been put on sale by Mercury's close friend Mary Austin, who inherited most of his estate and looked after his former London home following his death in 1991. Was that his wife in the movie? Yes. Okay. Has a piece of rock memorabilia ever sold for over $100 trillion? No. Okay. Not, Not that I know of. Maybe on the black market. Yeah. Not really sure. Uh, I believe we have a couple of clips from Wolfgang Van Halen. We do. Um, Wolfgang is doing wonderful. Uh, oh, God. He's just... It, it, he's amazing. He's impressed all of us. And uh, he is in an interview and he talks about uh, how his dad would have loved to have seen him succeed like this. He'd still be very proud. But considering everything I'm doing now uh, and everything he saw before he left, he was super proud. And I, I just wish I could show him this album. I know he'd, he'd be going nuts. He'd love it. And what's great is he's used some of his uh, equipment, some of yeah. his dad's equipment on the new album and he mentions that. There is a song um, called Take a Bow on the new album where I actually played his original Frankenstein striped guitar on the track through his original amp and cabinet that he used for the early band. Albums. Wow. Press, I know you have a rock and roll bathroom down in your basement. Yes. Uh, did you happen to see... And you know the, it has a hell of a band. It mm-hmm. does. Uh, did you happen to see the uh, the Van Halen toilet? It says dump. You might as well dump. <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's a, the Frankenstein it's toilet seat. Yeah. You might as well dump. Oh, can you buy terrific. this? I don't know if you can buy it or if this dude just had it made. Okay. But I was like, mm, Preston should probably have that in his rock and roll I need, bathroom. I need the toilet seat done like that. I had mm-hmm. the only thing that, that I'm in my rock and roll bathroom that represents Van Halen's. I had a, um, I had a hand towel made in the Frankenstein. Right. Uh, I had to order. I had to special order. Custom have it made because yeah. I couldn't find the a bathroom Van Halen item. So, so is is it what is what is the main theme of your rock bathroom? It's just uh, uh, so I have a bunch of um, sales awards, you know, like yeah. gold albums, sure. and, and and platinum albums and stuff like that that I really didn't have a place to display them. But I have that. I have one of my uh, the the trash can is a, is a it's an actual Tom Tom. Yeah, and I put a bunch of police stickers on it, and I have. Um, what else do I have in there? I've got uh, so I had a uh, a nightlight that I had custom made. It's got the Who's logo on it. Wow! I've got uh, a, a soap dispenser that has a Yes logo on it. Like I ordered all these things on like Zazzle. Sure, and, stuff like and they'll that. do all that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I'm yeah. gonna look to see if they have a like a faucet that is. Oh, the flusher on my my toilet. Yeah, is a guitar. Ah, 
Yeah. That's and the, tremendous. And the bath mat uh, on the bottom uh, is a, is an amp. It looks like a, like ah. a fender amp. Yeah, so uh, it's my little thing. Mm. I, had, I had some fun putting that together. I still want to put some finishing touches on it. Like, I want to change the uh, uh, the lighting in there and, and make it look a little bit more, uh, I don't know, you can do, like, cast iron or, you know, a little more ballsy. Can you attach a smoke machine to your toilet? Oh, my God. That'd be so cool. That's that a great idea. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. I do have a little bitty smoke machine that we use around for, for uh, Halloween. When you flush, a little bit of smoke comes out. Speaking of Van Halen, uh, Michael Anthony has sold his Southern California home for $1.3 million, roughly $100,000 more than the original asking price. And I was like, $1.3 million? I mean, what, what do you get in California for yeah, $1.3 million? You can't get a ranch for $1.3 million. Well, mm-hmm. that's what it is. So he uh, notes uh, that there was $200,000 in renovations and upgrades that were recently put into the home before closing. The three-bedroom ranch-style home has a pool, three-car garage, a studio, and hardwood flooring throughout. Here's the deal. He uh, he bought it in 1980 for $180,000. Oh, okay. God. So I just, for whatever reason, he's probably made a decent amount of money, but he's stayed in this smaller house. It's just what he prefers, I guess. So I was listening to, there, there was, um, I was actually watching it as, as well as listening to it, uh, this documentary about rock stars who had... Um, in their lives had bad reputations with the way they treated people. And the Van Halen brothers came up. And the treatment of Michael Anthony in particular, apparently he got nothing in the way of residual credit or money. He didn't write anything. I know, yeah. Yeah. So there was really, um, and whatever was available was sort of clamped down. So he basically left the Van Halen legacy with nothing. That's too bad. Oh. He got the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. But he sells hot sauce. I do know that. That's so good. maybe he's going to make some money off of that. And then finally, Bush will release a Greatest Hits album in November. Uh, the first single from it will be Nowhere to Go But Everywhere. In an interview recently, from Gavin Rossdale said, it really is a song that I wrote for my friends. And you'll be able to sing it about you and your friends. It's a weird song. We have a clip. (laughs) (laughs) That Mongolian thing is really hot It's catching on. It's like grunge. You know that new sound you've been looking for? (laughs) Siberian Goatsy. He says it has power. Uh, Bush debuted in 1994 with 16 Stone. That album sold six times platinum. And they've released nine studio albums and have 24 straight top 40 hits on the modern rock and mainstream rock charts. Nine? Nine. Nine. And that is what I have in uh, music news for you. All right, with that, I think I got another one or two of these to give away. Yeah, let's do the uh, the Pick a Lily Inn gift cards. We have $50 gift cards for Pick a Lily Inn. And uh, we'll take caller number 22 at 215-263-WMMR. Every Pick a Lily Inn order comes with the reheating instructions. As I said earlier, make sure that your food is fresh, hot, and delicious, whether you pick it up on game day or schedule ahead of time. Uh, so we'll take those calls now, 215-263-WMMR. Caller number 22. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast 93.3 WMMR Everything that rocks As the back school A to Z Continues and is Nothing but love All morning long we played nothing But love songs in the back school 
back to school, A to Z. Part of the fun of the whole thing is to see if you can guess what the next song will be. Exactly. Hopefully you're ready for love. Are you ready for love? Well, there's more <laughs> on the way. Uh, let's see. I would like to say thank you to Comedic Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. TikTok star. Over 5 million followers. And uh, he is playing at Helium Comedy Club tonight. So they're expecting 5 million people down there tonight. Show is at uh, 8 o'clock, so get in line and be one of the 5 million to be a part of that show. <laughs> and then you get tickets at uh, HeliumComedy.com. And then we had Alicia Vitarelli yeah. and uh, Aliana Gomez yes. from 6AB stop by. And then afterwards, I guess they're making the rounds at our sister station, but Karen Rogers and Nidia Han yeah. were here too. And we had a nice little hangout with them for a moment. It, 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 what it looks like is it looks like a, a, a bunch of wealthy women and the kids they adopted from a third world country. <laughs> wealthy, attractive yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I love 6ABC and their professionalism. Yeah. It shows. Obviously, they're great at what they do, but they're very beautiful people. Too. They are. And uh, it was great to have them by this morning. So that was nice. Uh, and thank you to Pick a Lily. fact, I've still got one $50 gift card to give away. What? One left. That's right, Mel. Uh, we have one left, and we'll take caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will set you up with that gift card. What? <laughs> In Shamong, New Jersey. Shamong? You, you can go to pickalily.com and ask for the Preston and Steve Show-inspired uh, ponut uh, that they have. Yeah. And uh, it's called a ponut. A ponut. It's, what? It's pulled pork uh, filled donuts uh, and available this week only. So they're inspired by our show. And you said it's more like a benet. It's a benet, not really a, like a glaze. What the hell are you doing? Donut. So they played the Shamong clip. Yeah. Uh, I learned Shimon. the history behind that. Shamong? Uh, yeah. Do you know it? No. no. Wait, wait. Uh, uh, the history behind Shamong, New, New Jersey? Jersey? No, no, no. no about the, about Michael, the, that, Michael oh, Jackson saying Shamon. It's like him saying, come on, but with a sh it, I at think the beginning. Um, you know what? I, I need to. He's trying to say, come on, don't call the cops. No. Shamon. <laughs> um, no, Quest Love explained the story. And I'll, oh. it, it's really interesting audio, and it, it's a, a tribute to another musical icon, and I don't want to misspeak. So I'll, I'll get the audio. Maybe well, we can play it tomorrow. There's an actual derivation. There actually is. Believe it or not, it was a thoughtful thing by Michael Jackson to include that, and it's yeah. intentional. And I had no idea until Questlove explained it. You learned stuff. I thought yeah. he was just kind of scatting. That's what know? I thought too. Shamon. All right. Yeah, I'll send you. Please don't let your parents know. We want to find that out tomorrow. Shamon. Sarah's here. Sarah. Hi. My head is already spinning. Wow. Hi, Sarah. Wait. So a pork-filled donut. Donut. Yes. All right. Yes. It's actually it is uh, savory. More savory than it's not sweet. Super duper sweet. Yeah. Okay. It's more like bread. Have than... you heard about this uh, savory oatmeal trend that's happening? <sighs> you know what? I did read something about that, and it uh, just doesn't sound right to feels me. Feels weird to me. I gotta try it. Guy. I'll try it first, but. Yeah. You know, I eat. So I, I love, like, when they talk about uh, stone cut or whatever the hell it is. Steel cut. Steel, Steel cuts. <laughs> I don't know what the F it means, but I like it. Yeah. So, I, the pieces are smaller. Smaller, yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> that's uh, all right. it is. Okay. It's but the only difference. You, I put brown sugar and, yeah. you know, raisins. Have you put tomatoes in their oatmeal? No. Come on. I'd, no. Have, to, I'd have to try it. I'd, it's, it sounds a little strange, but, you know, I don't know. I guess if you can make grits savory. Yeah. Shrimp and grits yeah. and cheese. I like that. grits. It's great stuff. I, I like some grits the way I've always had uh, my no. grits. I like I like grits with some bacon and, and mm. uh, cheese, and, uh, garlic and butter, oh, a little bit like of butter. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well we can keep going on and on about this, but we need to do the letter of the day. All right, 
Yes. Let's do this. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... Oh, as in orange. All right, and that's not even a word. Yeah. <laughs> orange. orange. We have one more letter. It's a joke. Okay. okay. She's like, no, say, orange <laughs> is a word. I know it's a word. <laughs> well, because I had to think of a word on the fly to match the letter, so I was like, crap, did I just, did I just say nonsense? Kathy it was not playing, even noon. Kathy was playing uh, Scrabble, and somebody played the word orange and she goes orange but you know how when, when they <laughs> that's la- not even a word but you know how when they lay it out so it, it was oh so i was like oh i'm like or a you know and i'm like sounding out and i'm like it looks oh, bizarre range i'm like it's not even a word <laughs> and then sure enough it well, was it's the word, word today <laughs> all right we're giving away a four pack of tickets vip sound check passes and two hotel rooms for the night is mmr rocks evanescence this friday tomorrow Ooh. september 8th at ovation hall at ocean casino resort in atlantic city tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. And uh, we have the complete details at WMMR.com. You have to be at least 21 years of age to win the prize, and we'll give that away uh, tomorrow. So uh, what's up today, Sarah? More love songs, <laughs> so make sure you stay with me. I think we've got quite a handful to go, right? You've got the list in yeah, front of you. Decent amount. Yes, and then yeah. we will continue on with the letter L and then the alphabet as it goes. That's how it works in the back-to-school A to Z. And I also have more of the Sting and Shaggy tickets to give away. The One Fine Day Festival this Saturday is just a couple days away at the Man G. Love's going to be there as well. Thundercat, all the info on WMR.com. But I'll have a pair of tickets for free before 3 o'clock. Excellent. I love it. All right, let me thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. And the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Uh, Tomorrow is No Sad Bro. Actually, it starts right right now. now. Uh, But tomorrow, we will also have uh, Pat Oswald. He was making good. He he had a a family issue and couldn't make it uh, yesterday. So we will have him tomorrow morning via Zoom. And uh, we have a whole lot of prizes. So we got to make sure we do a blowout of some sort tomorrow. That's it. We're done. So rage on. And have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the Shopify helps businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.